What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 19 of your mom's favorite threesome, and we've got your weekend preview ready to go here today. Uh, Super excited to talk about the national championship, what's going on in the NBA, and of course, playoff weekend for the NFL. It's going to be a really good show um, because we also got a little treat there at the end. We've uh, talked about it, said we're going to do it. Today's the day we're going to talk about our favorite Denzel movies, and we're going to have our draft just like we did for the uh, holiday movies. Super excited to do that, so let's go ahead and get everybody on here and get after it. So, guys, what's going on? What's up, man? What's up? I'll tell you what's up is I'm ready for the freaking weekend is what's up. Uh, oh, I feel so much. It, it has been Thanks a, to Preston. It has been a week from hell with work. Uh, and everything else going on, I am ready to park my ass and watch some football uh, and just soak did, soak up the weekend. Did you say park or part? Park. Oh, I thought you said part my ass. Part, yeah. <laughs> park the oh, cheeks. Like, park the seats. <laughs> What's going on, Pete? That's how he sits down. He's just like, <laughs> but uh, no, super excited because, like I said, fo- I mean, playoff time. I mean, it, it's it's a great time for. Uh, to being a football fan, so. Uh, but before we get into the NFL, we do have to touch base about Monday because Monday's national championship was awesome. It was a good game. I, I know a lot of people didn't like the slow start and everything like that, but I loved it because you, you really got. It was the first time this season where I really soaked it all in to be like, "Wow, it's Alabama and Georgia and everyone else," because no one has freak athletes like those two teams. It, they were so fast running all all across that uh, the field, and um, I mean it, it's absolutely insane. But uh, we should probably lead with yeah. What? I guess our uh, our uh, bold uh, pick, pick em champion. Oh, champion. Oh yeah, okay. Because uh, you saw it on my phone, is that why? No, we saw it on your face. Oh, you yeah, saw it on your face. I was just waiting. He was getting all juiced up over you know, there. And I was like, all right, I better give him some props because I'm going to tell you right now, I almost did this <laughs> well, before our last show. I didn't want to do it because I wanted it to – like I wasn't going to say anything until someone noticed. But I told you I wasn't feeling as confident about this this time around as I did the first time. I mean, obviously, Bama losing, uh, you know, talent – um, on both sides of the ball, I didn't feel as comfortable uh, as them uh, I, as I did the first time against Georgia. Jamison Williams going down. Uh, well, the, well, then we'll talk about that in a second. But I, from just from the first time, uh, I almost changed my pick and didn't tell you guys. That would have been during the pod. It was before the pod. Oh, that would have been a bitch so move, that Preston. Have won no what. That would have been <laughs> a bitch I move, like, Preston. Like, no, yeah, because I, I changed my pick to to go against you because you said I'm picking Bama no matter what. Right. That's that was what the you most controversial. That been the most controversial thing ever happened hey, on the pod. Ratings, oh, ratings. I would have been. Oh, cool. I know. I know what would have happened. I would have been heated. But. Yeah, I uh, oh. but I didn't. I stuck with Bama because I still thought they they had a a very good shot to win that football game. Fourth and quarter, I I mean I, I thought I, it was right there. I feel and like if, he said that to take away. No, I probably no. I give, <laughs> I give you the credit. I, did I not say I didn't feel? I, on no. Last episode, he I told you I didn't feel as good but about it. Too late at that point. About it. But the whole thing is, well, I know, but I've been thinking about that all day. But then <laughs> I watched the game, and I was like, okay, great. We're in a good spot. Bama looks good. They, it seemed like any second they were going to 
pull away and um, and win that game. But Williams going down. I mean, boy, That's did they up. look lost on offense because when he went down, they put that true that. Uh, actually, I don't know if he's a true freshman. What, Agai Hall? Yeah. yeah. Um, they put him in, and his eyes were just huge. I mean, he was like, oh, my God. Like, to be in this situation, national championship, and i got to be the guy kind of thing, he was not ready for that moment. Alabama was not ready to um, be able to throw the ball. Um, so it, it completely turned the whole game plan around. And Bryce Young, shout out to him because he, he balled out. Uh, the best he took a beating he, in that game because he was yeah every every play it seemed like he was getting hit. That Georgia defense and, was but he just kept uh, trying yeah, to make yeah. plays. I mean, tied in, dropping balls. I mean, it was it was an ugly like ugly game for the most part till that right there in that end of that four, fourth quarter because they couldn't do anything on offense and it's crazy to think with all those athletes and everything they got going that no one was stepping up to the plate. Um, but I think it would have been a different game if Williams stays. But overall. Georgia, way to way to step up because forty one years, man, unbelievable performance, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah, losing. I mean, obviously losing Williams is huge, and of course they didn't have Metchie to go in, so he had to work with what they had. And of course Alabama, you know, last few years with recruiting wide receivers have been pretty spot on. Um, and of course, you're throwing some guys in that you know this is the biggest moment of their career, and oh, it's probably one or two games that they've gotten to be in all year. So really, Lat- uh, Latu, the tight end, is the guy who's had the most experience. Right. So that's who Bryce Jones going to most of the game. Uh, but no, and, and the crazy thing is that even with Williams going down, Alabama was in this game going into the fourth oh, no, quarter. Absolutely, yeah. The craziest thing to me, and it was so funny, and it kind of, it's, you know, it's a good thing for him, is that after the fumble, which everybody was, kind of controversial about the fumble by Stetson Bennett. I don't know how many people had just blew up online just saying, if JT Daniels can throw the ball, oh, put yeah. this man in the game. And then Alabama goes and scores, and then Stetson Bennett immediately right after that throws like a 40-yard bomb to take the lead, and it just did not look back from there. I, I didn't confirm yeah. this, but yeah. I, I did hear this. I think he had a uh, perfect – um, passing rating after that. I don't think he missed a pass after that fumble. Oh, he was unbelievable after that. I think he was like 7 for 7 or something like that after, he goes, after that fumble. Touched, yeah, he completed a couple passes, then hit the big touchdown. Then they get the ball back. Then he's, then they start running the ball because they did a lot of running in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Then he hits Bowers and Bowers uh, for that little dump off, and then he takes it in himself. I mean, Setson Bennett was awesome no, after that fumble. I mean, just awesome. So, I mean, shout out to him, man, because, uh, you know, the story he had was uh, was awesome. You know, I wish I wish another walk-on had won a title, but, you know, it is what it is. But, no, he, but it was awesome. And his hometown team, his his favorite team growing up, and he gets to go play in the national title for him, walk-on, and, the and, and then play that well, especially yeah. in the fourth quarter. Um, just says a lot about him. But that Georgia defense was just – it was a different animal than they uh, came in the uh, first game. Uh, I don't know what their game plan was. I don't know if they thought because how the season had gone that this is just going to be how it was. But they owned the trenches. Uh, the secondary played really well. Now, granted, there was no Mechie or Williams, but, hey, that's football. It happens. Um, they just played great. I mean, you know, Georgia, I can't be too mad about it because it's been 41 years since they've won a title. They're eventually going to be due. Right. So, 
everybody on Georgia's defense, I feel like, runs at least a 4-4. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like, dude, they're, it's not even just Georgia. So fast. Uh, both sides. Yeah, I mean, I mean both sides, but I mean, like, Georgia's defense was on Young's ass, bro. On whose? Oh, uh, Young's ass. Yeah. I thought you said right. Young's ass. I thought you said Young's ass. I thought you said Young's ass. The way you've really been running with Bam, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, here's, no, a, dude, here's they're, the thing. They're quick, bro. Put the like, uh, pick them aside. I don't, I, like, I'm glad Bam, er, Bama lost. Like, I, I have no problem. It's not like I was cheering for them to win yeah. outside of our bet. I was just like, but it's nice to see Georgia win, someone else different, and the, all the stories that to go see into Kirby it. Kirby Smart, Smart get over the hump. Yeah. Uh, Bennett, I mean, everything. It was just, it, congrats. I mean, yeah, and they, they went out there and they earned it. I mean, yeah. just flat out. It wasn't, I'm glad there wasn't, like, a ton of controversy anywhere. It didn't mm-hmm. come down to anything like that. And oh, it, yeah, that would have, yeah. It, it, just, it literally just came down to they continued to make more plays, and every time they got knocked down, they got back up and then threw their own, uh, you know, haymaker. Because I'm not, I, like I said, you just kept getting that feel that all right, Bama would get a stop, and then the, if they would go down and score, you know, make it a two possession game, that the game would kind of be over in that sense of being like, all right, you know, with the way Bennett was playing, yeah, that there's just no way that it was going to happen, and Georgia just hung in there, they just hung in there, and then uh, got right back in it, and then all of a sudden they got Bama on the ropes, and Bama didn't know how to respond, and you know, end up throwing that pick six to seal it. Yeah, I mean, just it was a, it was a very very fun game to watch. Um, and just makes me realize how far all these other programs are from those two because I know Bama didn't look great throughout the year, but um, the fact that they didn't look the, great and still go out there it, and put yeah, that performance on, on and uh, that's saying still a lot. Get there. They just got freaks everywhere, man. It's yeah. unbelievable. And more and, to come. Yeah, Bama's not going anywhere. Yeah, Bama's not going anywhere. I've heard, I've had multiple people tell me, some friends and all that, be like, "Oh, this is the end of Bama and the dynasty." And da da da. The best defensive player in that championship game might have been Dallas Turner, who, by the way, is a freshman. Yeah. Wow. That's. I mean, him. It'll be him and Will Anderson. Well, the fact that Will Anderson has to play another year is nuts. I know. But the fact that it'll be Dallas Turner and Will Anderson on the edges for Bama next year, I mean, that's. That's pretty scary That's for that season. Why do they say it's the end of a dynasty? It's saving retirement. Just meaning because like Georgia's on the rise. Yeah. A and M is supposed to be you know the new. They had a great recruiting class. Yeah, you know all this whatever. stuff that maybe this is it. And you know what? Kudos to freaking um, um, Saban to have a pulse and act like a human after that game because I loved that he went to Kirby Smart after that game. Goes. Hey, you kicked our ass in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like he just straight up admitted it and after the game to grab Anderson and Young and like talk about those two, like how they won't be defined by one game and all this stuff and how proud he was of them. That was awesome. That was a real moment from a a, a guy who seems like a robot most of the time. Sure. Um and smart too though. I mean for him to just win a championship against, you know, his quote unquote rival, a guy that's been kicking his ass throughout the years and he the first thing he asked Saban was, How's how's Williams? Yeah. How's the receiver? No, I don't that, know if you guys saw that, but Yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah, seeing so that. So for for him to ask that question that just shows how elite these guys are as far as just what type of person they are. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. It, it was a, it was a like I said, a great game and just a real eye opener though yeah. because watching those guys, I I don't think I you didn't see many missed tackles. You, I, it was so like Different such level. a beautiful game uh, <laughs> of football and it, it just like man, like I was so envious. I can't. I remember texting a few friends being like, 
can you imagine being a Georgia fan or a Bama fan? Like what that would be like, you yeah. know, and, instead of watching some of the the de- defensive performances we've we've seen from our from our uh, Oklahoma Sooners. But, and that's uh, one reason why a lot of people are excited about the uh, Venables about, hire, yeah. and not just the Venables hire, but the defensive line coach, the Todd Bates hire, because yep. Bates, the guys that he's recruited, he's coached, and then put in the NFL are those type of guys. Yeah. Those are the kind of guys that he's worked with and that he can bring to a program. So yeah. that's what a lot of people are excited about with you know, with the Venables hired, who he's added on to staff. Another thing I saw was, you know, ever you know, obviously right now a lot of people are still especially like seeing this and still waiting for Caleb to announce if, where he's transferring to USC. and all that. Which we all know it's gonna be USC. But um with all that, it's got a lot of OU fans heat and all that. And I saw someone come out and be like, look, you look at the coaching staff that OU had, it had zero national championship experience. No one had ever won a national championship on, on, the, uh, on the staff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you go, the, the staff now, with everyone who's come in and who's on OU staff now, combined eight national championships. Yeah. You know, you get that's, those kind of that's a good ex- pedigree. Those kinda, yeah, you get those kind of coaches, that kind of experience around a program, and you start recruiting the right talent and all that. I, that's going to go a long way. And um, you know, it, it, I think it's crazy some of these polls I've seen, the way too early stuff and all that. CBS had OU at number four next year. I was pretty shocked by that. I'm not going to lie. Dennis Dodd is not as always the biggest OU guy. That is insanity. I don't think we're anywhere close to that. Well, Stuart Mandel had us at like 24, which yeah, I don't no. even think they're that low. Right. I, that's not that low. I think you find somewhere in between. I think like a 15, I think 10. I think 10 to 15 yeah, is a so good spot. It, I think you stick them somewhere in there and let them prove themselves. Sure. You know, to think that like – which I don't even know what the team's going to look like next year, and this is a whole other conversation. I don't want to get too deep into that. But, like, you think we're still going to have a decent squad next year. If they line up against, like, Wake Forest, you're really going to tell me that Wake Forest is favored over us? Like, I'm not – Well, they got, that. like, Coastal Carolina. They've got some teams I've seen in there that are uh, – yeah. have, And, I'm, you know, it is what – that, that's why these polls are right. – They're, just, they they're definitely yeah, conversation exactly, starters. They, they meet at the preseason polls as a whole aren't really anything. Right. They're just basically conversation starters. I mean, I saw one poll that had USC ahead of OU. I mean, I don't think people have really realized the kind of roster that USC has. I mean, they just lost another type. They just had another guy. I saw an offensive guy that's entering the transfer portal. So we'll wait and see what happens. Obviously, the Caleb thing, I mean, it's going to more likely be USC. But still, he's apparently going through other schools and checking them out. So, yep. and OU's, OU's school, uh, the school starts the next uh, semester starts on Monday. Yep. So or or Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, next so Tuesday. these guys have to like, I mean, they're, if some of them are still waiting to transfer, which from all accounts, only one guy has that's been linked to Caleb is in the transfer portal. Um, has entered it, and that's Mario Williams. I mean, Jaleel Farouk, for all accounts, he's going to be staying. Marvin Mims doesn't sound like he's going anywhere. So, we'll wait and see. The OU squad next year, I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm I'm caught on the fence now. If you know if they get that Jackson Dart kid, I'm not sure if Dylan Gabriel is the starter next year. Yeah. Because that Jackson Dart kid's got a fucking cannon. Oh, yeah. No, um, no, that's exciting. And he's a variety. Yeah, and he, yeah, he hits your head. You look at also, too, what OU's doing in the portal right now. 
I mean, they got a guy right now from Alabama who's transferring out of there that was once committed to OU. Yep. He's an edge rusher. Uh, he was, I mean, a big time kid, big time player. Yeah. But uh, we'll wait and see. I'm excited. I'm actually, I'm really excited about next year. I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, The one thing, the constant that you'll know is that Georgia and Alabama will be one and two. Yep. And I don't think anyone should debate that because those are the two schools that show that, you know, they've got it going. They've got it figured out. So, yeah. Yep. So shout out Georgia. Way to, way go, to dogs. Get it shout go, out dogs. Georgia. Yep. go dogs. Shout out Georgia. Go dogs. Go Bulldogs. Yep. And uh, let's go. I guess Antoine will be letting us know about food and drinks and all that for uh, for oh, an it's definitely episode all, it, or coming soon. Like that. So coming soon, by the way. We will. We'll do maybe after that, after this weekend because we are we we have something planned. And in the season, uh, fans football so, party. Yeah. So maybe next weekend. Yeah. For some football. Yeah. yeah. Playoff football. We'll do that. Right. So. Uh, let's get into the NFL. Let's, yeah. let's talk about it. Obviously, it's uh, NFL playoff weekend, and uh, games are starting Saturday. So, um, lot to talk about there. Let's start with the Raiders Bengals. Um, you know, was... Raiders have continued to show up and stick around, even though Preston wrote them off. You know, six <laughs> weeks ago. Um, Me too. We all did. We all kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, since he five and a half point favorite right now. I, I, I think they're the better team. Uh, well, they definitely got the more skilled team. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Definitely more skill there. Um, but Raiders have an argument who's playing better football right now. Raiders are playing um, with grit, man. Because they're finding ways to win. Yeah. I mean, four straight wins to finish that season. I know the Bengals beating the Chiefs. That's a big, you know, check for them. Yep. Um, but how, do you know, uh, is there any status update on um uh, Mixon and he's good to go. Like that. Is he ready he's to good go, go and all yeah. that? That'd be my only concern there. I mean, obviously, he's just a freak playmaker uh, that can you know do it all essentially. Well, he's the Raiders killer. Right. He's the, he exactly. is the key. He, he is the key to this game, right? Because over his last three games, he's got through like 388 yards, like five or six touchdowns. I mean, he has been the Raider killer, right? Um, they've actually done a pretty decent job against. Uh, Burrow in that uh, receiving core. I know was it the late uh, or late November they played and the Bengals won by nineteen. I mean, Bang, or Burrow only threw for one forty eight and a tutty, um, so kept them in check pretty well. Uh, but Mixon ran for one twenty three and two touchdowns, so he's going to be the biggest key, at least when it comes to when the Bengals are on offense against the Raiders defense. Uh, as far as the other side of the ball goes. We'll see. De- Derek Carr's just been making things happen. What was the score in that last game? Thirty-two to thirteen. Dude, when did see, Derek Carr throw for forty-eight hundred yards? Dude, he just that is the man. quietest forty-eight hundred yards. He was averaging like four hundred yards for like yeah, the first like while. five or six games. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, like, I didn't even I didn't even he realize throws, that. Man. I mean, like, he's, a, he's definitely a baller. Yeah, um, I I only, I, knew, I only knew he was up there just because like every now and then I'd look at Tom Brady. And see who, and it see my car was always car. right hanging yeah. right there. So that's the only reason why I knew it was up there. Forty eight hundred yards, and he was fifth in the league in the pass in passing who's yards. One Brady, Brady yeah. for fifty three hundred. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, then, then uh, Herbert was two with five thousand. Who was three? I think it was Rogers. no. He didn't make oh, it. Might it might have been Burrow. It might have been Burrow with forty six hundred yards. So. Yeah, oh. third third or fourth was either Burrow or Mahomes. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. I forgot about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. That guy. Still, how that, t- how that didn't happen? 
Um, did you did you guys do pick pick? No, we haven't picked yet. No, nope. you know, I mean, there's no reason besides the momentum Raiders got going for me to go with them. Um, I'm just gonna have to go Bengals. I, I'm gonna believe in them for now. Uh, Joe Burrow, I think, has done enough to show me that he's kind of made that next step. And like you just said, he doesn't have to do it all is the nice part because yeah. they do have a nice yeah, run game to go with yeah. it, uh, especially against the Raiders. So it's kind of pick your poison with them. And when they chose to shut down the pass game, you know, they just ran all over them. So. Mm-hmm. The Raiders, I haven't watched a whole lot of them, but their defense not. It's, their it's secondary okay, is pretty right? good. Yeah, their secondary is good. They've got pieces, but, yeah, it's not great. But, yeah, their secondary is pretty Max good. Max Crosby is a really good uh, D-lineman. Yeah. D- He's yeah. really good. Uh, and I'm going to go Bengals. Real quick, just side note, Stafford was actually third in the league in passing. That's then Mahomes, then Carr. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go what? Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals in a close one. I think the Raiders are going to come ready to play. One possession for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I actually, yeah, I think Mixon will be the difference maker. I think he uh, he'll have kind of something like a big second half, kind of just keeping the Raiders' uh, offense off the field. But uh, yeah, I like the uh, Bengals in this one to get their first playoff win, and feels like forever. Um, but uh, yeah, Bengals. I like them in this game against the Raiders. I'll say twenty-three twenty. <sighs> Um, I'm going Bengals too, and I'm going a close game. And I think on I'm, I'm going the Bengals are going to have to come from behind to get yep. this victory. Oh, I, I can definitely see because that because the Raiders are like you said the momentum. They're playing with grit. I feel like they have something to prove. They have a chip on their shoulder. I think they're going to come out and surprise the Bengals, and I think they're going to hit them in the mouth first. But the Bengals have enough talent on this team to be able to get the job done. So that's why I'm going Bengals. I feel like the Bengals are going to start with the pass attack and then eventually turn to Mixon mm-hmm. um, and then kind of just play off of him instead of playing off the pass, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go Bengals. Um, you're saying 23 to 20? Mm-hmm. I'm going 27-24. Okay. Like but I think, I'm, I, I'm, I think the Bengals are going to have to come back from – Two possessions. Would it, would anyone be surprised if the Raiders won this game? No, no. But the way they're playing right no. now, they have as momentum, we, bro. We've talked chip. about it all the time I with agree. like teams that are just hot. Those are always the most dangerous ones going into the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that too, and the fact that they're they're I feel like they're low key salty because everybody wrote them off. They had so much drama to be in this position, bro. They're coming out to play. Oh yeah, to play. Oh, they're like, motivated. There's they're gonna be no so doubt about motivated, that. So. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. It is kind of crazy. Since they played last, um, the the Raiders beat the Cowboys, lost a two point game to the to Washington, beat the Chiefs, beat the Browns, beat the Broncos, beat the Colts, beat the Chargers. Wow, they're a pretty good football team. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, that, I think that's there's wild. no doubt about that. I mean, Imagine if they had say. everybody, like if they didn't have all the drama. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll be talking about at least twelve, thirteen win team, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, anyway, that's going to be a good game. Um, Patriots-Bills. Saturday Ooh. night football. Um, Cold Saturday night football. Yeah, I was going to say. It's oh, in, it's Buffalo in Buffalo, too. It, uh, oh, yeah. High of 11, low of 4 low in of Buffalo. Four. Hey, yeah. New England's not unfamiliar to that. No, no, no. no, 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 no. We're not saying that. I mean, New England won their last time they played in that oh. crazy-ass weather game. Yeah. But last time we had a cold game, it was uh, – it wasn't very much passing. No, if no, I'm no, correct. Yeah, Mac Jones threw the ball three times. Run, 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 run. Which plays run, run, run. in favor to 
if there's not a whole lot of passing, Josh Allen can run his ass off. And they've had uh, Singletary's been going off too, yep. yeah? Yep, yep. Um, this is going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Ooh. You know, the Mac Jones and the Patriots, they are kind of been on the downfall here a little lately, so they're not quite as hot, where the Bills seem to have figured it out. I mm-hmm. think one of the weaknesses, I mean, like he just alluded to, was the running game, and Singletary's been really good lately. Mm-hmm. Um, that puts us in a weird spot to where I, I could see Buffalo winning this, and I don't see it necessarily being that close. Just like it was in New England a few weeks ago? I mean, I, I can kind of see it that way. I mean, it, I, obviously playoff football is so different. I mean, it just seems like games seem to be yeah more uh, energy is different. And, yeah. oh, yeah, Belichick is kind of the coach. He's for the it, yeah. So, I believe he'll have a, a good scheme and everything to kind of maybe slow it down a little bit. And that defense is still pretty, but, um, pretty solid. I don't know. I just like what uh, Buffalo's doing right now. It's it's so funny. It's kind of like a, a flip uh, script here of where things – where I felt not too long ago, it seems like. Um, but I think Buffalo's got it figured out. I think they're going to go in there. I think they're going to win this game. And I, I'm going to say by 10 or more. I actually don't hate that. Uh, I like what you're thinking there. Uh, as long as the wind isn't doing what it did the last time they played, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think Mac Jones is going to have a lot. He's going to have some problems, and I think uh, Josh Allen is just going to keep doing what he's been doing the last couple weeks. Now I know he's come out and said that he doesn't like playing in the cold because the cold messes with his toes. Which then ESPN's Bart Scott told him to take some Viagra and that'll get everything flowing. Don't do that. Because no one needs to see any ragers going on in the middle of the game. That was a 50 yard bomb, and he's just got his just hey, full man, Mike's wearing his favorite, though, because nobody's going to want to tackle him. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, kind of electric, too. Yeah, with me. You're like, look at Josh Allen. Hyped and super hyped. Uh, but no, uh,. No, I like exactly what Preston said. I like what the Bills are doing right now. It just seems like the trajectories of both teams are going in the opposite direction. Uh, ever since the Patriots were crowned like the weak something number one team, it just seems like they've just been plummeting ever since. Mac Jones has looked like a rookie. Um, ever since the uh, Tampa Bay, ever since the second half against Tampa Bay, the Bucks have just been. Or not the Bucks, but the Bills have been trending in the right direction. Uh, Josh Allen getting more involved in the running game has been great. Devin Singletary finally making plays in that out of that backfield uh, has been a big key. So I like the Bills in this one. I mean, I agree. I don't. And a part of me doesn't see how it can't be a blowout, but it is playoff football. It is Belichick. I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna say it's gonna be 21. Or I'll say it's 28-21. Um, I'm with you guys. I'm going with the Bills. Uh, it's crazy because I was just kind of ragging on Josh Allen, and I'm like, I don't think the Bills can win just with him doing everything, with him passing and running. But his running ability, I feel like with this type of weather, plays in the favor of the Bills and plays in the favor of them being able to win this game. Um, I don't think the Patriots are going to have what it takes in this situation in Buffalo in the cold to come back and and when it take to take this game from the Bills. Like you said, Devil Singletary figuring it figuring it out is a big, big key. Uh so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Buffalo and I'm gonna go twenty one seventeen. There we go. I like that. 
because it's too cold for them to be out here. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be like catching bricks, bro. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't so think it's gonna be a hot. So far, game. no diverse uh, diversity in our picks, but uh, oh, it's, it's coming it's up. It's fine, coming so. up. Yeah. It's coming up All for right. sure. Sunday. This is when uh, the big boys start going. Uh, let's go um, awesome. e- Eagles-Bucks. It's not coming up on this one. <laughs> uh, uh, I, mean, I don't know, unless you get the second game we talked about. But, yeah, I'm going Bucks. Uh, uh, Bucks in this game. I uh, I think Jalen will be back. I can see they played in a really good Thursday night game, uh, which the Bucks jumped out on them, but the Eagles came back. Mm-hmm. I can see the Eagles actually keeping it really close in the first half. I mean, Tampa Bay is going to be without – some key playmakers. Oh, yeah. But like you uh, referenced uh, on Monday, it was a vintage Gronk game. I see Gronk making a bunch of big plays in this game. I don't know if Grace is going to be back. Uh, If he is, he's kind of turned into their new deep threat playmaker. But they still have Mike Evans. Leonard Fournette's going to be back. Um, they'll still they have, still have this guy. They still have Tom, Tom Brady. Brady, the MVP. Should be the MVP. Well, he should be the MVP. Yeah. Grayson is doubtful for the game. It looks like. Okay. Well, then you know they'll have they'll have Tyler Johnson. I think Scotty Miller will be there. So Scotty, yeah. they'll find some. They'll figure out a way to score on the Seagulls' defense. And like I said, I think it'll be a closer game. And I think I'll say twenty-eight, twenty-four. Uh, but I like the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going Bucks too. Uh, there's no way I'm picking the Eagles over Tom Brady in the wild card game. Um, I know the Bucks have had some injuries, but the way that Gronk played with them getting Fournette back, hopefully they can figure out a way to get him involved in the offense a lot and kind of play off him. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of save Gronk a little bit for later in the playoffs because, you know, he, he had some injuries earlier this year, right? Yep. So um, even though he's back and he's balling, let's just – Play off the run game. Obviously, if you need to pass, you have the GOAT. Being yeah. <laughs> the GOAT to do that. So, yeah. uh, I agree it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be as hot. Oh, they're in, they're in Tampa, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If, I, I, I don't want to pick a score yet, but, if okay, if I had to pick a score, I'll go 24... 2417, something like that. So, like that. Um, I mean, here's the deal. I'm going Bucks. No surprise here. Uh, but it's what I see in this game is what's going to tell me whether they're a contender or not. It's whether does that defense uh, step up. You know, there's a yeah. lot of things. Shaq Barrett, um, you know, where's he at with his knee injury? Um, you know, um, of course, Fournette coming back, that's huge. I mean, that's just uh, how healthy is that hamstring? Is is it enough to get him through the playoffs? Uh, because if that run game gets going again and that takes all that pressure off uh, Brady, I look Brady to start picking apart some defenses if that's the case. Uh, but it all, to me, it all starts with the defense. If the defense can get after Jalen and really put some pressure and hold them to maybe two touchdowns or less, in this game, uh, that's going to tell me it's a lot. It's not too hard to do, though. What? With the Eagles. The Eagles been fought. I mean, they've they're, been doing. I mean, let's see here. In the last uh, last few games here. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the problem is the whole back part oh, of their. Yeah, been, the whole back was a really some, soft. The whole back of their, or the whole back of their uh, schedule was all soft. So it's wow. kind of, it, it doesn't really tell us much because the one real tough game was uh, Cowboys. 
So and let's they just start lost with fifty-one twenty-six. So I don't know. I, I just want to see that defense because the Bucks defense. I, Brady's a goat. Not taking anything away from him. Bucks defense is what won that championship last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that's true. It yeah. was yeah. keeping. Um, you know, Brady just had to do his part, just not mess it up and score some points. But that defense was nasty, absolutely nasty. And I want to see them get somewhat back to a little bit of that run to get ready to maybe not against the Eagles, but maybe it's next week, or the, you know, NFC Championship. It all starts now. So Bucks, just, but it's really what they're going to uh, go out there and show me is what's going to tell them, um, tell me where they're at. So, yeah. Um, Cowboys 49ers. This is interesting, boys. This, this is this yeah. is a good this one. Because I'll tell you what, if Cowboys get bounced first round, holy shit. What a disappointing season. And guess what? They got about the worst first round matchup team to play. I agree. In the Niners because the Niners they're doing what they do and that's run the football and play some defense. Um sheesh. That's why I'm taking the Niners. I think the I think the Cowboys. I think that was going to be. See, I now here's my thing is I I thought about it because originally when I saw the matchups, I was like, all right, I like the Niners in this, and then I started thinking, wouldn't this be like the typical Jimmy G game? Also, the typical Dallas defense game yeah. where you're just coming and thinking one thing, and then the Dallas defense just absolutely shows up and mauls Jimmy G. He throws a couple, maybe three picks. And it just gets out of hand for them quick. But I do think that defense is able to contain uh, Dallas enough. I think Jimmy's not going to be asked to do a ton. It'll be a lot of a lot of Elijah Mitchell, a lot of Debo in the run game. And then you play action to Debo, Kittle, uh, you know, maybe go to IU deep. In a couple plays you gotta have to test. You can definitely test Trayvon Diggs on some deep passes. So I think it's close. I like the Niners, 24-21. I just – just something about it just says that this will be a disappointing end for Dallas. Even after they jumped out and they looked really good and they won that division, it just – I know what they did last week, um, but there's something different about this game. I was going to let you go, but – I'll let you go. Okay. I really want to pick the Niners. Like, I really want to pick the Niners. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go to Cowboys. I'm going to go to Cowboys just because I think we talked about it last pod. They put up 100 and was it 129 points or something like that in the last three games. Yeah. They figured out something on this offense. And... For me, if you look at Dallas, they're the more complete team as far as talent-wise. And I feel like their defense could hold off. If their defense can just make enough plays to keep San San Fran's offense, Mm -hmm. um, just to hold them a little bit, I feel like San Fran's offense can't keep up with Dallas's offense. No, they're not built to to do that. And I do feel like Dallas's defense has the ability to be able to stop San Fran more so than San Fran's defense stopping the Cowboys. Um, all the Cowboys have to do is go out here and be consistent and play smart and not have a lot of turnovers and don't be stupid and don't let it don't let the, the Niners get ahead and where you feel like you have to now come back when you have to come back because that's when they're gonna start making mistakes. And that's where you're gonna see I've never I don't think Dak can 
can can come back. Like if the Niners get a good enough lead, I don't see Dak coming back from being able to come back on that. I also think the Niners with their run game can keep the Dallas offense right off the field. So yeah, and that, that's a good point. That's a good point. But you know, we'll just have to see. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cowboys. All right, I thought about it, and uh, I'm gonna go a little against what you just said because I'm gonna take the Cowboys. But what I'm gonna do. I think Niners are going to be winning this game for most of this football game. I think it's literally going to take a comeback from the Cowboys. And uh, I'm going to take the Niners and the points because it's a three-point spread right now for Dallas. I think it's a game-winning field goal that wins this football game. And I think they win by two. Um, And they would have to have played from behind – I'm, like I said, a majority of this game, 70% of this game, they're going to be losing. And uh, it might be a couple touchdowns that they're behind, but they, they will make it back. And it'll be a key stop or something like that that gets them the ball back, able to get in field goal position and win this game. I know this is very specific, but it's almost like it came to me <laughs> and that this is how it's going to I was like, damn, he, literally, he said, I'm going to go. You're literally, like, what you're you literally said. like Bobby Boucher's girlfriend <laughs> in the water boy <laughs> in that final game. <laughs> In the Bourbon Bowl. Yeah. In the Bourbon Bowl. I don't, um, I, I don't know. I think Cowboys, I think this team is different from the years past. I'm not in love with them, but I, I also see them as a pretty good football team, and they're going to be able to withstand a very good Niners football team that has battled their way into the playoffs here. Um, because I'm looking at this schedule right now. I mean, besides the uh, – they lost to the Seahawks. Um, is, and then that's when they kind of started their run. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Falcons. They barely lost to the Titans, if you guys remember that game. They should have won that game. Yeah. It was it was a real ugly – I want to say it was a field goal. It was Because it was a Thursday night football game. I want to say Fat Randy kicked mm-hmm. a, a field goal to win that game or something. Um, then the Texans and then beat the Rams last week. So it's a good football team, but I, I just think – there's too many playmakers on Dallas. They'll end up making a run back, getting into this game, and ultimately uh, winning with a game-winning field goal. So there you go. going to come from beyond. That's the call. I don't That's know, That's where I'm man. going, man. I know it, it goes against oh. what makes sense with the Niners being able to run the football and all that, but I, I think oh. it's going to happen because they can score and they can score quick. So, um, Now this game, this is going to be interesting. Sunday Night okay. Football. Sunday Night Football, Steelers-Chiefs. Um. I guess my only question is, I'm going to guess we're all going to go Chiefs. Is there any way the Steelers beat them? There, I think it's possible. And, but and, how and, much percentage are you saying? No, the Steelers? But, but just hear, just hear me out, and 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 my and my reason why. One, how how is the Chiefs' offensive line right now? What would you grade it? I think it's been a B B plus. Yeah. Especially the interior part. Yeah. The tackles are the biggest issue. Yeah. Outside. The only reason I can see it happening, and I'm not saying like, I'll give it like a 35% chance of happening, but the reason I see it is because of how the, the Steelers have no pressure. In this game, well, if you saw they that go into this ben, game, yeah, he's yeah, they're playing it super They have no pressure. They have no expectations. They're there to play, and they're playing for Ben at this point. Sure, they're playing for Ben. So the Steelers have made it 
you know, we kind of wrote them off like we did the, the, the Raiders. But, dude, they figured shit out. I don't care. Big Ben's out here throwing five yards a pass. But they figured it out. Like, they figured out how to get the shit done when they need to get it done. Right? I can see it happening just based on that alone. Just going out there, playing hard. You have nothing else. You have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. You have nothing to lose. You have everything to win. So I can see it happening. But I do expect the Chiefs to go out there and get the job done. I can tell you that I don't throwing for five yards a pass right now actually might be something that favors the Steelers, and that's in this. Kansas City because it's they are Cold. slowly going up the field. They'll be eating clock. Mahomes will be off the field, keeping that that Kansas City offense off the field. That could definitely play to the Steelers' advantage because you do. It's gonna be. I think it'll be a heavy Najee Harris game. In the pass game and in the run game. Wait, is he healthy? Najee? He he has some, uh, didn't he have an ankle injury? I think Najee should be good to go. No, 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 he, he hurt his elbow. He hurt his, like, forearm or elbow. Najee. I think he should be good to go. I haven't heard anything about him. Yeah, being... I'll now confirm it. But yeah, he heard his. He heard his. I, I uh... think he's. I think he's okay though. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, uh, but no, I mean, I think it'll be a heavy Najee game. They have mentioned. I don't know if he'll play. They're taking Juju off the IR, so he could be back. Oh, possibly. I don't be. know. I mean, I, at this point, I think they're good with who they have. Uh, a lot of five yard stuff. Maybe they can pop off a big pass. I don't know. We'll see. I like the Chiefs in this game. I can see it being close in the first half. Um, I can see T.J. Watt having having his way with those tackles in that first half. But Andy Reid and that offense uh, staff will figure out a way to slow him down. They'll figure out a way to put some points on the board. I think Tyreek they'll hurt too. I think they'll separate in the second half. That that offense just but even without Tyreek, they yeah. still have guys who have too much speed. Yeah. Uh, they have a guy who can neutralize the middle of the field. Uh, Pretty fucking well, and so who's that? That'll be Travis Kelsey. Oh, okay, um, but I just you know I the Chiefs are just way more talented than the Steelers are. No. Like I said, I can see it being close. Then I can just see the Chiefs open up the second half. I think this game is going to be. I can see this game being like thirty three fourteen. Yeah. Um, let me tell you what. So Juju practiced today. Um, wow! And, but Tomlin hasn't indicated uh, whether he's going to play or not yet. He probably won't till game time. I was to say I'd keep that under wraps for sure. And you know what? If you think he can go, if Juju can get out there and even just be a little bit of a distraction off the run game, things get interesting. Things get because if, if like you look up his not if Najee is Harris. He's, he's questionable, he, but I mean I, I don't. It's not, from his elbow, right? He's gonna play. Yeah, he's probably I mean, gonna he, play. But playing. they said he couldn't carry the ball with his dominant hand or something like that last game. Let's see. So elbow, root, right? Means better. Yeah, said that the running back will be back on the field for Friday session. So that's all that they got right now. They're probably just gonna let him rest and then the yeah. Yeah. let him practice Friday and then he'll be good to go Sunday. Um, Look, I, I like the idea of what you're saying. It, it's whether they can capitalize on opportunities because they will slow this game down. They, it will be – To a screeching halt. Yeah, I mean it will be slow. It will be probably very boring to watch uh, because they need to keep that Chiefs defense off – or, or keeps off, offense off the field and uh, just have some long drives. But can they capitalize with points? 
You still think it's going to be 33-14? Yeah, I think Kansas City will open up in the second half. I'm going to say Chiefs win this football game, but I like it 27-17. I like that score. Yeah. I like that so it, it's close enough to be where it's like you kind of just like, oh, man, if they can just score, if you know, minute 40 left, and it's like, you know, Steelers have the ball, and it's like, man, if they could just score real quick and have an opportunity, you know, onside kick kind of thing, um, but never really too in doubt, if that makes sense. Sure, so, yeah. Um, but Makes it a little – gets, gets, yeah, gets you kind of thinking. Yeah, keeps you watching just because you're like, anything can happen, but um, ultimately – I, yeah, I just don't. I don't see the Steelers making enough plays to to keep up. So, well, I, I think they the are Chiefs need. just need to do what they've been doing all year, bro. And that's you know at least after the first what six games, seven yeah. games, they just need to go out there and, and, and with the mentality that we're going to win at all costs, right? Which is why they've won their last was it the last nine out of ten games? Yeah, something like that. Right? Yeah. Nine out of ten games. So. Yeah, because the, the Bengals was. That the Chiefs are obviously the better team. Uh, I just think with the Steelers, bro, it's just something about their mentality and the confidence when you don't have nothing to lose and you're going out there sure. to play. So, I just think that it could, I think what, what the Steelers will need to do is we can talk about them dinking and dunking. They have to hit plays downfield, yeah. And if they can do or that, break break one or something like yeah. that. Something you're not going to beat them by just five six yards. I mean. It's going to have to take a broken tackle that, you know, you end up getting loose. And I know he's an idiot, but this would be the kind of plays that Chase Claypool has to make. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's the kind of throws that Ben's going to have to make. He said, I know he's an idiot. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's going to be a good game, I think, for a little bit, for sure. And, uh, you know, it, uh, how cool would it be if Ben can find a way to win this game? Oh, if, if my happen, God. Woo! That, that would be that something. Would be then you start thinking, all right, this might be uh this might be a destiny kind this of thing. This is a serious destiny. Yeah, I mean seven seven number seven for number seven, you know what I mean? I, I guarantee know. you they'll root for it. I guarantee you, like if he found a way to beat the Chiefs, everybody will start rooting for the Steelers. Oh, I'm sure. Like you'll get Why a bunch not? of like Steelers bandwagon yeah. people, me but, included. Hey, <laughs> our, our, uh, right here, right by us, Arena, that's the Steeler fan club. So Oh uh, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, it gets, dude. It gets crazy. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's. <laughs> oh, I know why. It's funny because the manager there, yeah. uh, Baldo, is a huge Steelers fan. Yep. So that well, the owner is there. too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even, so. even more and uh, my buddy Boston, his dad's the the, uh, oh, or not owner, but the president or whatever of the club and all that gets it running. They do a good job, man. It's a lot of fun, but. Um, Rams Cardinals man Monday night Monday football. night football. It's I I know I, I can't remember. Do they always do it this way? No, they don't. It's this because they're adding right? this new team, and because I can tell you, because they only got two games going on Saturday. You would think they would have three. Yeah, they're doing this because ESPN's got it, and this is going to be a Manning cast big game. They're doing they this because the, Man- the Manning cast is doing the playoff game. Yeah, uh, let me tell you this. I and I, I heard someone else say this, so I can't take all the credit, but. Um, no chance do I watch the Manning cast for a playoff game. It's awesome for like week like weekday game or like you know regular season, dude. You got to get the full experience with a with a playoff game. You can't because like I like to just sit there and listen to the conversations. I, I, don't, I almost don't even really pay attention to a lot of the game. Really, it's really the stories and how they'll break down a random player yeah. or whatever. 
you got to get the full experience. This has got to be on the regular broadcast if you're going to watch the playoffs. If so. Peyton and Eli are on, there's oh. no way in hell I'm watching Brian Greasy and Steve Lee. Hey, I, I know, I'm not a fan of I was just about to say, like, I'm not a fan of them, bro, but you got to get the full experience with the game, man. I, I'm telling bro, you. Bro, they're really good, dog. No, they're amazing. I love – I just told you, I didn't watch a single broadcast of the regular one. It was oh. always the Manning cast. Oh, yeah. But for playoffs, I have to go the full experience. you got to have real uh, emotion okay watching, and everything like that going on. So. I'll be okay watching four Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Two uh, Super Bowls between the both of them. I'll be back, okay so watching now, them talking about it. <laughs> both got to win this season. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Rams won the last time. Um, I think when the Cardinals won, that the Cardinals were the better team then. Both won on the road too. No, yep. no, no, exactly. Neither one won at their so own. So now home. it's back, uh, back in L, back in LA. Um, dude, I'm telling you right now, this is tough. Bro. I, I think this is a game that Kingsbury's coaching for his job, in, in in a sense, because if the Cardinals get bounced, and very likely could, yeah. I mean, what does that say about your franchise? But what if the Rams get bounced? They're playing. It's the no, same no, thing for their uh, side. Yeah, L A is all in. I, I just wanted to go. The, the reason. Oh, let, let me see my paper. I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams. I think the Rams are, have figured it out to this point. Uh, getting, um, you know, the running game has really uh, gotten healthy. So now they've got options there. Obviously, Odell has played well. Um, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Such a fucking hater. Cooper Cup, man. No one's been able to stop him. Bro, Cooper Cup was the dude before Odell got there. He's in tune with that offense. He's played with the team all year. He He is the guy. He is the guy. 100%. Anyway, I just think it's going to be too much for the Cardinals. I don't like where Murray's at. I don't think he's played that well down the stretch since he came back from his injury. It's just odd. You know, last week would have been a great game for them to go and win. I think if they would have won last week, would they have been? They would have uh, won the division. It would have been a flip. This yeah. They would have played. And they can't even beat the Seahawks. And it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm done with the Cardinals. Um, it, it, I didn't hear. Let's see what this says. Does anyone know? Is TJ or TJ? JJ's playing. Is JJ playing? JJ's playing. JJ's playing. That will give them some. You know, uh, extra motivation going and everything like that. Have their leader back on D. Uh, you know, I alluded to Connor being back last week. I think that's big for them. I just think LA makes more plays and they win this game. Who's more on the hot seat though? Which coach? I because think, think about think to me, McVeigh would be because of what yeah. the Rams are doing. Think about yeah, they they're, not gave get, him, they're not getting rid of McVeigh. I'm telling they're you, they're not right going to get rid of him. But, yeah, they, but it's a sign. They'll have they'll have to start they'll have to start putting more pressure on him. Yeah. What what else can I they give him? No, they're in a bad spot because like like I said, they're all in. It's championship or bust. Hell yeah! Like you might get a little <laughs> like um, you know a little like. Uh, what am I trying to say? A little forgiveness, a little whatever. If they make it to the NFC Championship and lose a close one, you might be like, okay, like I can I can deal with that. But dude, if they don't win a Super Bowl, they're gonna like ownership's gonna be like, bruh, we went all in. Like, what do you what do you mean you can't get it done? So I agree that he's got an answer for this. But Kingsbury, dude, the Eagles were the best team in the NFL at one point this season. They lose their star quarterback. They go two and one. We're talking about how good of a coaching job he's done. The Cardinals. They, they said, okay. He said the Eagles. I'm sorry. You were correct with a bird. That is weird. Yeah. Bird, bird. Um, Cardinals. Um, they don't even win the division. I mean, it's like 
they, they have fallen far and they've fallen fast and not being able to get it back back on track and get it going. I understand the injuries that that's been a you know a big factor. I'm telling you right now, I just think Rams are going to make enough plays to win this game and. Kingsbury's going to have had some interesting meetings at the end of the season. I like I'm what you're saying. This. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll give my pick real quick because I understand everything you just said, and I'm going to allude to something back you just said. There's one team playing with a lot of pressure in this game, and there's one team that really isn't, and that's why I'm taking the Cardinals in this game because I think the Cardinals are going to play a lot more loose. I think with the Rams mentality of championship or bust. I think they are going to be playing with pressure. And if we're going to talk about Murray not playing well, we have to talk about Matt Stafford not playing well. Because Matt Stafford, even though they've been winning, has not been playing well. Yeah, it's been weird. It's been like like moments of greatness and then just boneheaded plays. And, it, you know, ultimately it really comes down to him just throwing the long ball too much. Almost like, oh, well, I've got Cup or Odell down there. Or Dan Jefferson. Or Jefferson, yeah. yeah. Um, someone's going to catch it, you know, and just kind of chunk it up. If he can avoid those, I, I don't think he's playing that bad. It's just been boneheaded interceptions that he's just throwing Hail Marys on. I just think – I think we're getting J.J. back. I think it's going to be a big key. It's going to free up a lot of one-on-ones for Chandler Jones or uh, the vice versa with J.J. freeing up some stuff for him. Uh, Marcus Golden is playing really well on that defensive line. Uh I've liked what I've seen over the last few games, especially in that Dallas game with them playing Zayvon Collins more, getting that athleticism on there. I think they're going to have to put him on the field with him and Simmons to kind of use that speed to try to, you know, just push back against the Rams. Yeah, I like the Cardinals this game. And the thing about the Cardinals is, is the one thing they've been really good at this year is playing on the road. They've lost one game on the road this year. Um, I like what they're doing. I like what they do on the road. I like that they're going to be. They can play a little bit more loose because the pressure will be on the Rams. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'll say. I'll say a game-winning field goal. I think Matt Prater has a game winner. I'll say 28-25. Uh, the Cardinals win. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to say something else. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Rams. Just because they're the Cardinals, just haven't looked consistent. Right. They haven't had the ability to be able to just keep it together throughout the games. Um, I don't know if it's just Murray and his injury. I don't know if it's them missing Hopkins. I don't know if it's Kingsbury. I don't know what's going on, but they just have not looked good throughout the games. They'll come out hot, and then all of a sudden they'll just fall off, fall off a cliff. When they're the Rams, just based on their defense and their talent, they have players to make better plays. Um, but let me go over the last 10 games and I want you to tell me the trend in this. This is for the Rams. The Rams against the Texans, 38-22. Titans-Rams, Titans win 28-16. Rams-Niners, Niners win 31-10. Rams-Packers, Packers win 36-28. Rams beat the Jaguars. Rams lose to the Cardinals by seven. No, they beat the Rams, Rams beat the Seahawks. No, Rams beat the Cardinals by seven. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, Rams yeah. beat the yep. Cardinals, but only by seven. Yep. Um, Rams beat the Seahawks. Rams beat the Vikings. They beat the Ravens. They lose to the Niners. In overtime. Every team they lost to is a playoff team. I'm going to say that. Every team they lost to 
is a playoff team, except for the Cardinals. That's the only team that they won that's a playoff team. But every other team they lost to is a playoff team. That yeah. says something. And if yeah. you look at the games before that, they beat the Bears, not in the playoffs. Yeah, no. They beat the Colts by three, not in the playoffs. They lost to the they they beat the Bucks by ten. That's a good win. But then the Cardinals beat them thirty seven to twenty say, earlier beat in the year. They beat the Seahawks. They beat the Giants. They beat the Lions. They beat the Texans. But they're losing yeah. to the playoff teams. No, that's what we talked yeah. about. So, so we we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I say some episode we yeah. talked about that. I said there's no good wins except that Bucks win. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and, and that Colts and win obviously got better and better as the year went. But um, you're right; they haven't proved much. It's something to talk about, man. So like um, I, said, I, I just, think they have this. I think they have this game. Uh, I'm gonna go. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I'm gonna go like. 30, 33-28, something like that. Um, but, yeah, man, it's something to look at. I think they're going to pull this off, but I don't know. McVay better get it together, bro. You better get it together. They better start firing on all cylinders because you got some tough matchups coming up. So, For sure. Now, uh, it's going to be a fun weekend, man. There's, It seems like every game there's a reason why it's going to be a good game. You know, whether it's the Raiders because they're coming in so hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? What's I mean? The Eagles game. The Eagles have been really exciting here at the end of the season. Um, you know, can Brady do it again? Kind of thing. You know, there's there's a lot of good storylines in every single game. Um, you know, Big Ben against the Chiefs. You know, we're like all thinking, hey, is it possible? Can he do it? Can he do it? So overall, man, it's it's a fun, exciting um, weekend of football. And uh, you got to soak it in because there's not many weeks left of it. So oh, no, man. embrace it's it. Disappointing. And, uh, yeah, soak it up. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for football, man. It's going to be uh, exciting. So we'll uh, Mondays, Monday we'll obviously have the Rams-Cardinals uh, game still left to talk about uh, because that, that will be Monday, but we'll be uh, recapping everything then. So, uh, But go ahead and get us started with the NBA. Let's see what's what's going on here. Yeah, not too much going on with the NBA. Um, a little bit, though, a little bit. Of course, you know, I finally put the Bulls at number one in the power rankings, and they go out there yesterday and get their ass bust by the net. <laughs> it kind of pisses me off. Uh, total end up being scored a game, end up being 138-112 for the Nets. Yikes. Um, I think Derrick Jones Jr. hurt his knee. It's going to uh, happen. So it's going to happen. But, the Nets, um, Nets are looking good, though. Hopefully he'll be all right. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. Um, the Nets are looking good, obviously. I mean, they're still more than likely the best team in the in the East. Uh, the Bulls have just been playing the best ball, which I is agree. Why, I, why I had them at number one. I got no problem um, with that. But, I mean, when you have Kevin Durant and James Harden on your freaking team and Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it just goes to say that uh, – you definitely have. You got some talent. You got three Hall of Famers on the court, you know. And you got a former first round pick. You got a former yeah. first number overall pick, and Blake Griffin. Uh, you know, Bro, you, got, kids. you have two. No, oh no, was Kyrie number one? Kyrie was number one. Kyrie yeah. was number one. Durant was number two, and Harden was number three. Huh? Harden was number, not the yep, same yep. draft. Yeah, 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 draft, yeah, yeah. I know that. Different yeah. drafts. Was Katie was Katie was two. Katie behind was two. He was two. Oh, 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 Do you guys yeah. know that Greg Oden is still in the league? No, he's a coach. He's a coach. Yeah. He's a coach. Yeah, no, no he was playing for. He was playing uh, big three. Oh, okay, big three. I saw the other day. I think he was playing. playing big three. No, yeah, 
still I was like, the league. I was like, what the fuck is he still doing? I saw him do something. I was like, is he still in the fucking league? He's trash. Okay, so it is the big three. Broken the ass. But yeah, I think the big thing for me to talk about, obviously the Sixers are still. That dude is 33 years old. He looks he's, like he's 53. He's like 50 since he's been at Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. Because he has six wrinkles on his forehead. That's why. That's he, has the most, he has the most wrinkles on some on the forehead I've ever seen in my life. He is. Man, that, he is but something But Greg else. Odom, he actually, Odin, Odom, he actually played, uh, is it Odin? Odin. Odin, right? Odin, yes. He actually played on uh, near one of my high schools. He used to play against my high school. He went to home with Flossmore. Yeah, I mean, it's a sad story with him with that injury that he had. Dude, Wasn't it a Liz Frank injury to his foot? Yeah, I, I thought. It yeah, was, yeah, and then it was his knee too, though. And then his knee. Yeah, he started having. He didn't have any like, like any tendons or that like Liz any Frank knees. issue was tough. Yeah, bro. I was at KD for an entire year. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but yeah, so I think the big story for me with the NBA is uh, obviously the Sixers are still dealing with their. Their Ben Simmons issue, mm-hmm. and, and I want to ask you guys: Do you think the 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 Sixers are asking for too much for Ben Simmons? I think to, they, to come out and say he's not a player that you can win with, or you know, giving him, you know, not saying it di- directly but indirectly saying it for the the trouble that he's put them much? through. Yeah, they are. I mean, you're getting to a point where you have to just basically. It almost needs to be kind of a humbling thing for him too. It's just like. Where they just start looking at some of these deals to just to get rid of him, like you know what, fuck it, we'll take you for a guy who's seventh on the bench, a bag of Doritos, and maybe a second second round pick because you were being that much of a pain in the ass and that detriment to the team. I mean, it th- sucks because a, a situation like this can really set a franchise back, um, and you're hurting Embiid. But yeah, exactly, and so. Uh, you got to just get rid of him. Uh, you got to get something for him. It doesn't have to be everything you thought. What were they asking for at first? Three first round picks? Was yeah, that what three it was? first round picks. Insane. And a superstar. Yeah, like a that's, player. That's insane. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Not for Ben Simmons. I think you get as much as you can, but within reason now, and you cut your losses and you move on because 100%. it's only hurting the team. Yeah, and he like clearly you said, doesn't want to be there. You're wasting Embiid. I mean, that's really what it comes down to because. Like we've seen a trend with most big men, what happens? Someone gets hurt, and then they're just never the same. And you do not want to be on the backside of Embiid because once you lose Embiid, and it's not like Embiid is like not been. In, he's not. No, no, I know, he's but been I'm talking about like a serious times, injury yeah. to where all of a sudden he's a you know a fraction of what he once yeah. was kind of thing. Um, so we got, we got to they got to figure something out there because. That's a that's a tough situation, but you gotta cut your losses. Wasn't that, the latest rumor at. like them trading Ben Simmons for John Collins for the Hawks? Uh, I don't I don't know I don't. That was like that, that was a rumor I read, and I, my first thought is like I don't know what the Hawks are even thinking at giving up John Collins for him. Well, well the he Hawks, does he, first off they he just got rid of he Cam Reddish. Fit, yeah, they just got rid of Cam Reddish, <laughs> but and they got I mean Kevin Knox is a nice player, but Cam Reddish. The only thing about knock about Cam Reddish is that he just. Gets hurt too often, but he's but, trending up though. He's no, I love Cam Reddish's like game. Best defensive player. Right I like now. him better. I like yeah. him better than I do RJ Barrett. And you know what? The the, the Hawks should have looked at trying to get Ben. Could you imagine Ben and Trey on the same team? 
I just don't know if he's that good of a fit with the Hawks. Who? Ben Simmons. You don't think so? No, I don't. Defense, bro, defensive playmaking is always a good fit on the team. I mean, I get that, but. Regardless regardless of regardless of his shooting, you got enough shooting around him. But, it, I mean, he's, you look at his ego, I mean, he'd have to give up complete ball handling control to Trey. To Trey? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, mean, that's and also I just don't know if he too. has the ego for that. He shouldn't have ball handling anyway. I, I mean, I understand that, but, you know, <laughs> with him being the primary playmaker, playmaker I mean, yeah. And so what would you what would you give up? Not to a specific team, but if you what would you give up to 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 get Ben Simmons? I'm not giving up multiple first rounders. I'm going I'm going a role player and a like second round pick, maybe a first round pick. There's not you, like I'm saying. I think you've got the Sixers on the the ropes where they just want something to where they can they can benefit now and get something for the future. You're the Oklahoma City Thunder. GM, what are you giving up? You know how many picks you have. What are you giving up? Give two. Nothing. I'm not trading for Ben Simmons. You wouldn't trade for Ben Simmons? I don't think he's the right fit for what we've got going. And they don't, what, what's the right fit? But really, you, like, you guys are forgetting here's my thing is that he's still an elite player. You got, here's the thing you're forgetting, too. He comes what, if you don't want to play for Philadelphia. What makes you think he wants to play in Oklahoma City? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there's a reason. He, it's more to it. At, at this point, I bet you he's willing to go anywhere just to get out of Philly. He doesn't want to be for, with Philly. It's not good for his confidence. I just don't. I just think that he wants to be. He wants to get out of there. But if he wants to get out of there, he wants to still go play for a contender. Who I, says I, the Thunder can't get in? Like going there, but I, the I would contender. not give up. I would really give up those picks for someone else who can. I don't know score. Who can do? Who can shoot? You know what the Thunder's one of their biggest problems have been over the last years. They have guys who can't shoot, and yeah. Ben Simmons sure as fuck can't shoot. So I'll tell you this: What would you give up, though? If I the the question you need to be asking and the team you need to be asking is, what can the Sacramento Kings give up for Ben Simmons? Why Sac? Because Sacramento it seems like Sacramento has players on that team. Yeah, but you also have to understand. You just said who's the primary ball guy on that team. I mean, De'Aaron Fox. Fox. I mean, that's fine. I mean, De'Aaron Fox, but De'Aaron Fox isn't Trey Young. De'Aaron Fox is good, but he's not Trey Young. He's not Trey Young, but I mean, De'Aaron Fox Fox is is good. Really fucking good. Um, Probably the fastest player in the league, too. I would probably, if I, just because I did, if I'm the Sixers, if they, if I'm, if they're going like Sacramento, I'd, I'd see what I can give up. Ben Simmons and whatever else they can get for Buddy Heald. Because you can get that shooting with that team. I'm just saying. You get you get Buddy Heald shooting to go with the Sixers. That's more offense that he can provide for the Sixers than what Ben Simmons can. So I would try to go no, for that. That's a good pick. I just don't know the Kings should give up Buddy Hill. I mean, the, the, the I mean, the Lakers should have gotten him instead of getting Russell Westbrook. One hundred percent. I mean, that's on LeBron. One hundred percent. You know, they always say the great ones aren't good GMs or owners. So obviously, LeBron doesn't have much of a future as being a GM or owner in the league. But got a great, great future as a player. I mean, that's he, for sure. He, but he's okay. He could yeah, retire he's not right bad. Now a great future. For the rest of his a great future. Life. <laughs> well, not a great future. He's got an okay future. I'll say this. I'm just over the whole. I'm just over the situation. Same. I just feel like they're both been extremely stubborn. It's not good for basketball to see something like this. Uh, they should. They should both be adults about the situation. And like Preston said, Philly just needs to cut their ties, man. Yeah. Just take the loss. Just you're asking for too much for Ben Simmons because right now it's looking like you're the way you're trying to play it off is Ben Simmons is the problem. 
And when you have him looking like the issue, teams aren't going to want to trade their best player or their number one draft pick or, or number first round draft pick for a problem. Right. Right. Sure. So I'll say another team real quick. Another team that I think could actually afford to have Ben Simmons. I don't know if they would give up for him. Could be Dallas. I think Dallas could use his playmate, especially on the defensive side, his facilitating. Uh, I don't know what kind of role players or what they have that they could give up. Um, I think that's a team that actually could use him for a stretch run with him and uh, Luca. Maybe they trade. Uh, um. What's the big man? Other uh, seven footer they got Porzingis. Porzingis, that's it. Maybe they can trade Porzingis. I know oh. they keep trying to move Porzingis a lot. They keep uh, talking about it. Maybe they can move Porzingis and for Simmons. You know, get some a little bit more playmaking on the offensive side. I don't. This is be a good situation for where Ben doesn't have to score a ton. He can facilitate, play defense, let Luca do his thing, let Tim Hardaway Jr. do his thing. And I think it might be a good move for Dallas. But and Ben Simmons, become a better ball player to where people don't have to worry about your offense, sir. <laughs> I mean, you make enough money to where you can literally train anytime you want to. Get your ass in the gym and get a fucking jump shot. Yeah, no I'm shit. Sick of, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, sick of that, I'm tired yeah. of the bullshit, bro. Get in the gym, get a jump shot, and STFU. <laughs> That's yeah. it. So I do uh, want to. I do have one thing. I want NBA. Because we talked about it, and look, I know who the first half MVP should be because of what he's done. I think someone has closed the gap on that a little yeah, bit. I know the player too. Yeah, I, have, I hope my phone isn't. Uh, John Moran yeah, needs some serious MVP talk right now because this man is balling. Balling. He is burning the league down right now. Uh, you look at his last. Uh, I mean, they won. They've got five in a row. I don't know the, the last ten or so, but I'm just looking at the last five. He's got 29, 16, 22, 26, and 36, while beating Brooklyn, Cleveland, the Lakers, and the Warriors. Wow. Though Pistons in there, the Pistons suck anyway. But you're talking about one, two. That's strong. You, I mean, the Lakers. The, the, you know what the Lakers have, but you got the Warriors, Cleveland, and then uh, Brooklyn. Which I mean, that's a that's a that's a tough stretch, and they are just they are handling him, and it's all led by Jaw. He's on both sides. I mean, defensively, he's been making some plays. He he doesn't have to be the shutdown point guard, though. I mean, because he does so much else. But he has just been absolutely unbelievable carrying this team on his back, and he's missed some games this season too. And they've still been doing well. I mean, but he's been unbelievable. I agree. Steph, I know Steph will be brought up. Steph should be the MVP. But Josh should be should be a close is a close second right now. One hundred percent. And let me give you another player. Let me throw some stats out here for you. You tell me if they're MVP stats or if they're not. Um, let's do a game from December twenty third up. Let's do that. Right. Thirty six nine and six. When I mean nine, or it's going to be rebounds. I know where this is going. Thirty six nine and six. Thirty nine nine and seven. Thirty two ten and eleven. It's better not be LeBron. LeBron. It is LeBron. It better not be LeBron. What's what's their record? Bro, I understand that, but we're talking most. I hate I hate that, and I love it at the same time because when you're talking most valuable player, bro. But you know how the award but works. I know how, the, you keep I know how stats. the award works, but at the same time, I'm just I'm just telling you the situation. You keep submitting those stats, but you know what the record was. The you know what the his the record was at one is time. One in five. 
They were like Bro, one and five during that stretch. I'm not dis- I understand where you're coming from. All I'm saying is, you got to look at what this guy's doing in year 18. I also know he's. How the, is, it, is that boring for to be dude, great? Stats are so boring. I will now. say this: stats are boring. In the NBA, everyone can go for forty and ten and eight. You just see so much of that stuff now. And look, LeBron is still LeBron. I, I understand what you're where you're coming from on that. He's not the best player in the NBA right now. No. Okay, if the Lakers were winning, would LeBron stats be? If they wait? were winning, it would things would be different. They're be, not winning. Here's the thing, though, too. The one of the biggest detriments. The reason why the Lakers aren't doing well is his decision making before the, the season. Look, I love Russ. His decision making before the season. Yeah, yeah. he's the like biggest reason he's LeBron why. LeBron GM. He, yeah. yeah, he is basically. He is Bro, basically. Yeah. First off, him getting him choosing again. We just mentioned it. Him choosing Russ over Buddy Hield was a massive mistake. No, and I love it, Russ. It was. I love it Russ. Was. Don't get me wrong. This is a ma- that was a massive mistake. But at the same time, eventually the Lakers have to step in and be like, "Bro, this shit isn't working." Dude, you that, see what Cleveland did. Yeah. That one year they had all the players on the fucking team. What did they do? They got rid of that team and they went to the finals that year. Yeah. Right? And Even they though they lost, and they, have they to, still went to the finals. The Lakers have to make a move, but I'm just saying right now, I just, as far as the, yeah, here as far the as the MVPs, you away from your take MVP, P, MVP oh. case goes, man, so I just. come the police to take you away from your take. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. There's Steph and Jaw are just, it's those two, and then you, then it's LeBron. Maybe at third. Bro, I didn't say that LeBron deserved it over John Steph. That never came out of my mouth. (laughs) I just wanted him in the conversation. That's all I wanted. I wanted him in the conversation. My man is averaging 29.1 points a game. I, mean, I wanted him in the conversation. Didn't we just talk about the other day because of what he was, he's done recently? I mean, isn't DeMar DeRozan getting some MVP talk? No, him yeah, too. I would take DeMar over LeBron. You guys just shit over LeBron or like shit on LeBron like, them, like he's not the best <laughs> He's it's still the best player in the league. The Lakers are a joke right now is why. So it's hard yeah, to even like, consider that's cool. that. That's cool. If, they, if they've been winning, I because, would take it. Because, yes, yes, if they were and, playing this – if he was playing this well and they were winning, I mean, like I said, he they're, they kept talking about like, oh, here he is running off 30 points straight, six games. Again, they were one in five in those games. And did you see how ass Westbrook played? And I get that. Hey, but it was the reason why Westbrook is there. They even did ice hey, cold player. I, know, I do, I do want to transfer into that. Transition into that, um, bro. Like, are we watching the end of Westbrook? Yeah, I'm afraid we are. No, this we're watching sucks. Westbrook not able to win with other players. This sucks. It's tough, man. I knew that. It, it took a Thunder fan after a, many, many years to understand that. But, dude, Westbrook is bad right now. Bad. Because, yes, that ice cold thing came out where it was two for 14 shooting yeah. in that game. Um, and then he came out. I hope they were doing that over the last over years and all that. Like I'm like, bro, you need to shut your mouth and figure out your game because you look horrible. And you're causing the Lakers. You're one of the reasons the Lakers Absolutely. aren't doing what they they need to be doing. Absolutely. And, but you know, I want to give Westbrook. Last year he played like ass in the first half of the year. But second half, in the, the second, second half of the year, bro, he played MVP ball. He did. So I'm he's hoping, the reason why the Wizards were in the playoffs. Right. And I'm hoping that. There'll be some type of turnaround for him like that. I just don't know if he can be that guy without being the dominant ball person. Right. Because even on the Wizards, even though Bradley Beal's the guy, he wasn't the dominant ball person because Bradley Beal kind of plays off the ball a little sure. bit. LeBron is the guy in the Lakers, and I don't know if he had. He's the dominant ball guy, and I don't know if Russ can play to that. 
But they knew that going into the no, season. No, they like, did. I'm not that's saying that they the didn't. Yeah. I'm not saying that they didn't, but I think when LeBron recruited Russ, I'm thinking he thought Russ was going to be able to kind of play second why, why fiddle. Why do you think that? Bro. He has I'm never not LeBron. done it. I'm not LeBron. These are questions. These I'm are not LeBron. These are questions like, for LeBron. Yes. LeBron, yeah. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. This LeBron, isn't LeBron, LeBron is used to being able to play <laughs> with superstars that can count them back down right. and play second fiddle. I'll say this. And figure out their role. The, I'll say this for LeBron. I'll say in one defense for LeBron, the other superstar on that team has not been playing anywhere close to that. And I know he's been hurt, but. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that Anthony Davis. Yeah. Is, there's not there's sometimes right there's some sometimes that he needs on. to take a look in the mirror and be like, no, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, what am I doing, bro? I'm playing yeah. like shit. But another guy I want to mention throw into this little MVP conversation before we step away. Some uh, it's Giannis. Yeah. I mean, Giannis the last five, 26, 43, 31, 31, 35. They've been bro. six and four in the last ten. I mean, and they're it, what now third in the uh, Giannis gets so much disrespect. I mean, right now it really kind of pisses me off. They're they're right. they're pistol whipping the, because, the Warriors right now, thirty seven twenty one. Because I'm 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 I haven't been a Giannis fan because he plays on the Bucks, which is a big rival for the Bulls. Yeah, um, crosstown rival type mm-hmm. situation, not crosstown, yeah, cross city rival. Um, Milwaukee's like three hours from Chicago. Yeah, uh, but Giannis gets so much disrespect. It's it's really annoying because I re- they came out with the top. Uh, NBA players list at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year and they had Kevin Durant as the number one player in the league. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have the talent to be that. Sure. But when you lose to the player who went on to win the championship, yeah. you don't deserve that position. I so let's that. not act like Giannis isn't he should be king of the NBA. When LeBron won the championship, LeBron was king of the NBA. But people are you know still putting Giannis still doesn't get his his, his due diligence. They're, th- they're three games anything, out so. from the top spot in the East. Uh, which they're in the same division, obviously, as the Bulls. Uh, they're, you know, game out from Miami. Like I said, they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. I mean, he's averaging 28 a game, third in the league. I mean, yeah, he deserves that MVP talk as well. Yeah. You know, hey, you were sitting there saying, I had to, had to map this real quick because you said three hours. It's only an hour and a half. I knew Milwaukee? It was clo- I, yeah, I knew it was closer. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, Milwaukee's an hour and a half? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's literally, okay, it's literally a straight Hold shot. On. Let me... From the inner, from downtown Chicago, yes. From the inner city, from from, from south suburb of Chicago, south. where my mom lives, south suburb, suburb, it's like two or something hours. Right. And with traffic, I'd say plus traffic. With traffic, I mean, it's it's close. This it could is be close. To figure. I mean, this. So, uh, it's ninety-one miles. Yeah, that's from like downtown. There we go. Yeah, from downtown I just, to Milwaukee. I Milwaukee, just remember yeah. seeing something on a sports center one time about uh, Cubs and. Uh, Milwaukee game or something like that, and I, I can't remember the, the, the that's North Chicago stuff, too. But um, so it's a little closer. Yeah, are we ready for the Cubs to get Carlos Correa when they get out of the lockout? Dude, I miss baseball. Hey, uh, this uh, even though it gets on my fucking nerves, I kind of yeah, miss it. Bit, yeah. Hey, baseball. I started looking into it yesterday because I just happened here on local radio. Them talking about something. We might not have an open day this year. That sucks. It could very well happen. No one's talking right now. It's just silence. There, no, there are people like Jim. I was listening to a couple podcasts that people are having to start looking into like college baseball if they're wanting to get their baseball right now. Wow. 
poor baseball. Like you're killing yourselves. This is dude. what they do, man. You're They're, killing yourselves. It's way to, way to way to lose more fans on top of already losing fans. Yeah, L- lost their words back. Maybe baseball will have a bounce back. Yeah, just have a get a better marketing team. Right? Yeah. Oh, much better, better marketing, marketing team. team. It's t- it's the Again, worst. Why is Mike it's, tr- it's the worst in sports. <laughs> I, we can go to it's, a random person be like, hey, you know Mike Trout is, and I guarantee you they'd be like, no, not even just that. I'm, I'm serious. What does he sound like? Could you name? If I gave you four different voices, no. could you tell we me what about this too? I yeah. know. That's sad. He's the best player in the in baseball. Like, it's stupid. It's so dumb. I'm just pissed. I'm pissed now. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you don't play for the Yankees, the Red Sox, the, the Cubs, Dodgers, the Dodgers, or, yep. or the Dodgers, yeah. it's like people don't know who you are. And it's yeah. funny because it mostly the Yankees. You look Red at Sox you look at the money that was spent mm-hmm. right before that lockout happened. The fucking Rangers spent half a billion dollars. Yeah. On uh, getting pitching and middle infield. The owner of the Rangers is picking up shifts at uh, the strip club trying to get some money back. The lockout was coming, so they knew they had to spend the money now or else it was going to be quiet for (laughs) a Just ask Matt Scherger's contract. Yeah, no joke. Um, All right. Well. Oh, and one other thing with basketball, just because I like to be a little bit petty. Sometimes when I see stuff with athletes, Devin Booker, grow a fucking sack. Uh No. That whole thing with the mascot, give me a fucking break, bro. What happened? Devin, all right, it's a three point. I think it's a three point game late in Toronto, and obviously Toronto has high mandates going on right now with fans in stadiums, and so they have no fans there in Toronto. Right. Um, so they're playing, all, and so it's you know fourth quarter. It's late in the fourth quarter. Devin Booker shooting some free throws, and the mascot for the Raptors decided to go behind the goal, and he just started like doing what fans do behind the goal. He started clapping, throwing, jumping, doing all kinds of stuff to distract him. And Devin Booker got pissed. He told the ref, and had the ref told the mascot to leave that side of the court. Well, see, that's bullshit to me because he's been, like you said, that it, it, fans do that, bro. Like yeah. it's part of fucking basketball, dude. You know how many? Yeah, you know, I guarantee you, you could ask. You uh, he probably didn't even know, but you probably asked him a couple times. How many times do you think he's caught a fan flipping him off while he's shooting a free yeah, throw? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And you're getting mad about a mascot jumping up and down. Come on, bro. Yeah, that's no, dumb. That's and I know he said he pushed it under the bridge and all that. Stuff, whatever. It should, it was it should have been a non-story to begin with. Exactly. But come on, man. I get, I, and come I, on, bro. I understand. The crazy thing about it is, it might be a little more distracting because it's just one person. Yeah. It's just one person, but still, no. stop being a bitch. Because I, I think when it's a lot of people, yeah. you can kind of just like mellow that sound out or just be like okay it's just one sound yeah. but imagine if the mascot was over there fuck you Devin Booker <laughs> dude that was Kendall's hilarious. getting fucking raw dog tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's too funny oh that's he said he might, he might call timeout and ran into the stands yeah, no joke <laughs> run our test alright we ready to move on to our draft let's do oh, it yeah. boys let's let's do go ahead it. and hit us with our list well First, let's uh, let's uh, get us uh, one. Let's, we'll make a decision here real quick on how we're going to handle this. Two, real quick, getting into this, guys. Uh, we've been t- like Preston alluded to earlier. It um, this is the Denzel Washington movie draft. You talk about one of the goats. You are talking about one of the greatest actors of all time. Uh, my favorite, my favorite actor of all time. But uh, just a guy who's just. I mean, he's it. He's. I mean, when they talk about movie stars, the definition of a movie star, Denzel, Denzel is it. Washington. It is that man. You know, 
he's got a new movie coming out this uh, this weekend. It'll be on uh, theater. It'll be in theaters and also be on Apple TV Plus. It's called The Tragedy of Macbeth. Stars him and Francis McDormand. It's directed by one of the Coen brothers. I mean, it looks great. I'm not big on Shakespearean stuff, and I know they're keeping that in there. But when it's Denzel and that the other those other two involved, I'm all in. I'm just salty because I feel like we have like the same number one movie. I feel like we're probably going to. And I think it's <laughs> we're not the same number one movie, bro. And I'm just like, here's but the, I really want to pick another movie. So here's the like, focus. Here's the, the, the here's the main focus. We really should be focused on. It's one is being Preston. Because last time Preston took us to the woodshed with the holiday movies. Hey, I got some votes on my shit. I got some votes too, but I'm talking about he got. <laughs> he, it was no, so. Everybody early. was like, yeah. "Oh, easily number two, number yeah. two, number two, number yeah. two." It's like, like it's not even close. Oh, it's like, okay. all right, you know what? Fuck you guys. Okay. You know what? Preston Preston has little hands, so let him win that. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, don't don't make me start. Here you go. So, all, right. all right. So we have. I, I brought. I you know last time we did high car. And did that. So I decided let's go a little bit more technological. I pulled up a randomizer app to see how we can do this. Um, we could do the lucky wheel, which is uh, it'll it'll be a spin. It'll, it's a spin draft, so we can line up that. We could throw in a few other things uh, to go with that. That lets us, you know, makes it a little bit more fun. We can mix in spin how again. This? How about the person that won the pickle chooses which one we get to use? So that's me. So let me see. Hold on. They got a, unfortunately, this is an app with an ad. It's a slow fucking ad. Come on. I don't know about that. You get to, you're not paying for food or beer. So? so you don't get to choose. So? The, you don't get to choose what game we play. So? Yeah, no. We can, we, can, we can all decide on this. I mean, because you're not paying. All right, we can do the wheel. All right, so the wheel, it's going to have me, Antoine, and Preston on there. It's also going to have spin again, and it's also going to have me, Antoine, or Preston drinks. So, I need to grab a beer. <sighs> Can you grab me one, too, please? Yeah. Talk about real quick why you like Denzel. Me? Uh, both. Um, yeah. For me, personally, man, it was... My mom is a huge... Like, probably every woman in the world. <laughs> my mom is a huge Denzel fan, so we always used to... Anytime one of his new movies came out on, like, back in the day, we used to have VHS. And then I also grew up in the time period of DVD, because yeah. I'm old. But back in the day, we used to, like, always go to the video store and get one of his new movies and put it on. And, you know, she'll cook or, like, we'll pop some popcorn and just watch movies and, and chill. And I love Denzel's acting. Like, when it comes to, like, when you talk about a person who can literally do drama can do action can do comedy everything it's that's literally what I love. Denzel. yeah, yeah. That's and, what I, I, and I really do. love like how he's so diverse in his in, in which movies he picks because you know you have guys who just sticks to one thing like for instance you have uh Sylvester Stallone <laughs> who does mostly like action, action, action or yep. drama action Same something like that yeah. Yeah. um but you know you have somebody in Denzel who can literally do Anything. He'll lose weight, get in shape. Yeah. Like, he plays the part. And it's so funny because he'll bring his same style to whatever movie he does. Yeah. Wow. And Say that again. 
Style? Holy shit. Did Chicago come out a little bit? Well, no, he'll bring his same style the same, to yeah. whatever movie the he does. But, but it like has his own twist on it. So hey, One of my favorite things that he does is like he can be so serious, and it's not even supposed to be funny, but the way he's going <laughs> about it, he'll keep the straight face, but it's a funny part. Because yeah. you know? I, I, I just watched Training Day the other day. Uh, and, uh, Which is probably going to be on somebody's list. Yeah, I'm someone's getting that. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I was just cracking up because he's sitting there interrogating the guy, and he's just so serious about everything, and like, but it's so funny the way he's presenting it. So it's it, it's just he's got so many talent. Or you'd be super serious, and you know, I, I don't want to list titles because I don't want to give any money. So. It would be so serious and just like, you know, bring a tear to your eye. You know, it's like, so, yes, a man of many hats. It's, it really yeah. is incredible. Exactly. All right. Here we are with the first spin. Put it on the table, bro, on, so we on. can see it. We don't want you accidentally skipping. I'm not, I'm not touching anything. Antoine drinks. Fuck. I thought it was Antoine number one kick. I was about to rage. I should have played that up a little bit I should have played that up a little bit more. All right. Here we go. And around. I'll be drinking during this thing. And Antoine has the number one pick. All right, so Antoine has the number one pick. Next up, I agree. I have the number two pick, which means Preston has the number three pick. What is that from? Oh What is that from, yo? That's from something. Do you know? This is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. God dang it. What is that from, bro? Oh. What's it from, Preston? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's it. Oh, Oh, my God. It's what she's getting on to. Oh, you're going to say that. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. All right. I forgot about that. So, Antoine, you have the number one pick. What are you taking? The equalizer. Wow, okay, that's not what I thought you were going to take. I know, because I already know what you're going to take. It's yeah. So, the equalizer, I love the equalizer. It's definitely, bro, it's funny because I that movie was so good. And I'm talking number one. Yeah. Right? I love number, number two, Number two too. was cool, but I just, number one, Denzel was just on fire, bro. Like, yeah. So, that's my number. That's that's my number one. I have to go with the Equalizer, bro. That shit was because it came out right around when John Wick came out too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was getting like a lot of comparisons, like that's which good, one was better. Point. That's a good. So, point. but um, I'm gonna go to Equalizer. Okay. Uh, yeah. See, it said it so well too around that John Wick time because you get Keanu, you get Denzel. Yeah. I got to go with my number one Denzel movie of all time. It's in my top five movies of oh, all time. Come on, just pick it. I'm going Man on Fire. Uh, it's. I mean, to me, if there is, there is, there is no equalizer. There's no all these other action movies that fall. There is none of that without Man on Fire. And the thing about this, the story about this, this man was about to consider retiring before he did Man on Fire, and then this just basically just took off into stratosphere. So Man on Fire is my number one pick. Okay. Go ahead, Pete. So it's a snake draft. So yeah, you get two straight picks. Yeah, and I know, and I thought about this. Pressing too. I know we said, yeah, I mean, I know. God, we should have strategized this, bro. Right, we should have strategized this. Will spoke. Damn, look, I love Man on Fire. That's uh, that's probably going to be my first pick. So that kind of threw things a little bit. Cop movies are 
some of my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, I just absolutely love that whole deal. I, I knew got, this I was going to be go, it. I got to go training day. Yeah. I, mean, I, I do got to go that. It's my first pick. Yeah. Um, just because, dude, he plays such a great character in that movie. I, I absolutely love it. He won an Academy Award. Yeah. He did. And, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And I can't believe how long I went without watching it. Um, cause there was a, I mean, I did not see that when that came out. I mean, it was Oh one. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, I was, uh, nine. So <laughs> I wasn't going to the movie, seeing a rated R movie like that right at the gate, but it took a while for me to see it. Dude, I've seen it so many times since I, I absolutely love yeah. it. So that's number one. I know what number two is for him too. I, I mean, I knew what we were getting into yeah. setting this up, but I, there was no way I was going to pass me on yeah, fire. Up. I, I, feel that. I get that. <clears throat> um, well, what do you think I'm going? Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. We are the Titans. Yeah, I gotta go. Look, I, this is absolute a goat football movie. Uh, Damn, Preston got two bangers. Absolutely, I know. I absolutely love it. It, it, how it. How it plays out. I mean, he and he does such a fantastic job. Two bangers. You get so much of. Um, the football story, but you understand what he's coming from as a black man, and that plays a great, a great, great, great character in it. Am I wrong? I mean, I remember watching these movies at freaking school, of being like, "This is what diversity is." Watch this, boys, how they play together. And I'm like, "Yep, yep, I get it." I will so, say this. Plus, I was playing football at the time, so it meant a lot. This to is me. a, a great movie. It's a great choice. I do. This is how you're going to go, Preston. But I will say this. This is neither my favorite high school football movie or I think the best high school football movie. It could be controversial takes, but. Okay, real quick. What do you think it is? So my favorite high school football movie of all time is Varsity Blues. And Varsity Blues are strong. Yeah. yeah. Friday Night Lights for me. Friday Night Lights to me that, is that, the that best. Would be, that would be the best. Friday Night Lights is the best. Just because I'll say this. If you're talking about just football movies, remember the Titans has so much more going on with it than football. The football scenes are good and they're strong, but it, it's not Friday Night Lights. And I mean, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, Blues is stuff. just a fucking fun movie. Yeah, so yeah. That's, and we were young yeah. when it came out, so we were like, uh. Yeah. All right. All right. So, right. So go good, good run. Good run. I like that. I like that. Don't pick my shit. Oh, man. This is tough. Go ahead, man. Just go. Just go. Ain't nothing All tough. Right. You have this picked up. I know. I'm going to take my favorite Spike Lee. And, uh, God damn it. I'm going to take He Got Game. God. Uh, I love He Got Game so much. We are eventually going to do a uh, top five oh. basketball movie pod, uh, podcast list. My draft is over. And this is uh, this will be in my top, more than likely top two, top three. Um, I love this movie so much. I mean, Denzel's so good. Uh, Ray Allen is like. Is impressively good in this movie. I mean, great. He doesn't have. He has to do quite a bit, but then again, he doesn't have to do quite a bit. Right. It's a nice mix. But uh, I, yeah, I love this movie. So I, yeah, I'm going. He got game. Antoine, you have two picks. Wow. You guys have to think about this. I'm in the, actually the worst spot. You guys get both. You get snake drafts. I got to sit in the middle and think about. He this. got game is my favorite Denzel movie, and I was definitely going to pick that. Um. So give me a second, cause okay. that was my plan. Sure. Um. <clears throat> okay. For Denzel movies, I'm gonna go for my second pick. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> do 
Dude, that hurts so much. Here. Right. That hurts so much. Do I sound like sad? I would have laughed. If, yeah, I would have laughed my ass off if I said all that and said Malcolm X. The Manchurian Candidate. Okay. Um, I actually like that a lot. That's a that's, that's a good, good that's a good it's go a good remake. Oh man, that hurts so much. Can we trade? <laughs> no, Can we, we trade? trade. Oh. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna go. Which isn't his most popular movies, but it was one of my favorite movies, um, The Hurricane. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, that okay. That kind of hurt. That was on my list. That was on my list. Okay, so now I, okay, good picks. I like those picks. So now I'm in this tough spot again. Okay, man, Jesus, I could probably get that one later. Strategize. I think I've got to go. I've got to go American Gangster. Damn it. God damn it, Julie. I got to go American Gangster. That's my next one. Yeah, I got to go American Gangster. Uh, you know, his first movie with Ridley Scott. His second movie with Russell Crowe. Um, just a, just an absolute banger of a movie. I mean, he was so good. And, and the soundtrack was unbelievable. So, yeah, I got to go American Gangster with my third pick. Preston? Damn it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go another direction now. Okay. Because that was American Gangster is my next one. I'm going to go John Q. Okay. Loved John Q. Seen this a lot. I mean, that, if that if you don't cry during that, you know, I, don't, yeah. I don't even know if you, you have, have a soul. soul. Yeah. Wow. Jinx. Okay. I got to tell you guys something funny. Uh-oh. Okay. So. Are you telling me you my, I was John on the phone with my older brother, my little brother, and my dad. Sometimes we do like a three-way call or four-way call, whatever you call it. My brother was talking. This is when I had COVID in August. He was talking shit. And he was like, you need to go watch. Um, what's what's that show with the doctor? Uh, with Ron House. Man. He's like, you need uh, to go watch uh, House. Or you need to go watch uh, something, 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 like doctor related. Mm-hmm. And my brother, who has a, he has a heart issue, he actually got discharged from the Navy because of his heart issue. I go, well, you need to go watch John Q, bitch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So he was like, everybody was on the phone like, oh, it's kind of fucked up. I love my brother, but I have to let him know. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Funny story okay. about that. Yeah. John Q. John good, Q. Good pick. Um, like I said, just f- phenomenal acting. I mean, I am not going to bury my son. He's going to bury me. Uh, it's bury time. <laughs> that's love it. Did you cry a little bit? I, cry, I, I can't tell you how many times I've cried watching that. I'm not going to lie. Um, Go anyway. Next, man, I gotta put something. Uh, I really liked Inside Man. That's a good movie. That is it, a really it, good movie. My, That's a really I good movie. I gotta put one of those action kind of ones on there with that. Uh, that that to me that goes up there with my my Man on Fire, uh, American Gangster. It's a good one. It, it's probably right there in those top three in those. So uh, I love this movie. Uh, that he's phenomenal in it and. Uh, uh, one of those ones I, I can put in any time and watch it. So, okay, so I'm going to go with probably his best performance he's ever done, and I'm going to go with Malcolm X. Um, you're talking about a movie that's basically three movies wrapped into one. It's a three-hour movie, but it's three different time periods for Malcolm. Uh, you know, when he was Malcolm Little, then he became Malcolm X. Then after his time in Islam. Uh, you know, it's it's just an incredible. It's so many. It's a, such a triple layer performance that I mean, he should have won the Oscar. He didn't for multiple reasons, but 
uh, to me, it's his greatest performance he's ever done in his career. And so I'm going with Malcolm X with my fourth pick. Oh, and it's back to me. Back um, back to, for your fourth and fifth pick. Fourth and final. We're going to six pack. As much as six. I love the yeah, preacher. We did last time. No, we did. We did, we did six. Five. We did five. We did five. No, we did six. No, because you had. We yeah. did six. Oh, yeah. No, let's do five. Let's do five. Do do do, do your two. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. Hang okay. On. Okay. Okay. No, we I did six. We did do six. Hang on. We did six pack. Um, as much as I love the preacher's wife. Because of Whitney Houston, I'm not mm-hmm. going to go to Preacher's Wife. Um, this is when you really have to be a Denzel fan to know for sure like what to pick. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely going to go. He won an Academy Award for Training Day. What else did he win an Academy Award for? Glory. Glory, baby. Give okay. him the glory. Okay. So I'm going to go Glory. I'm going to. I have to throw Glory on there. So this is also the movie that brought on the single tear the single cry tier. for Denzel, which, oh, won, which yeah. won him no award. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so Glory, have you seen Glory, person? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Glory, and then man, this one's tough. Can I take my pick back? Nope. Nope. <laughs> You guys are bitches. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Bella, one, two, three. Is... Damn, the hurricane was good. The hurricane was a good one. I would have definitely taken the I hurricane. Was one, I, was one that, I was hoping that would hang around a little longer. Hurricane, one, two, three is... Or the hurricane, one, two, three. The Pelham. Taking the Pelham. <laughs> Unstoppable. All right, I'm going to go... Damn, I don't know, bro. I know. It's, it's so tough. tough. It's tough. Uh, I don't... Antoine Fisher, he wasn't really in that like that. He directed it, though, bro. too. The Great Debaters, he directed as well. I really do like Antoine Fisher, though. You want to go with Antoine Fisher? Because it's your his name? No, because it's like, I love that movie. Okay. So you want to go Antoine Fisher? Um, that's a, that's yeah, mainly a Derek Luke movie. I know. I'm going to go Antoine Fisher. Fuck off, Philly. All right. Trying to get in my head. <laughs> okay. Antoine Fisher. All right. So with my, so I'm on my fifth pick. Two, three, four. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, with my fifth pick, I am going to go with, I'm going to go with Flight. That movie pissed me off. Yeah. I was, I, you know what? I don't really care for it. I'm going to go with Flight because it does... Because it does the one thing that only this is the this is what I would consider a movie star performance because it's a character that's so unlikable, yeah. That if in the, in the hands of anybody else, it would just not work. And Denzel, and also too, name me one of these movies that has a better like opening twenty minutes. You're right. The like fight, the, scene, the the crash scene in that opening scene, it might be one of the greatest. Just plane scenes in a movie that is an unbelievable and then again you get down and it's got an emotional ending I mean that's another tearjerker ending I mean he and he was incredible I think this was his not his I mean he's gonna get nominated for an Oscar for Tragedy Macbeth but this is probably he's got uh, this was I think his seventh nomination uh, that he got I arguably think he should have won 
but they the academy loves Daniel Day Lewis too much. So well, one thing I will give you on this is Denzel played a role that we're not used to seeing him in. He plays an we're asshole, no, huh? He play, I mean, he, he played no. We're we're used to seeing him being an asshole, but. Or we can't see him being a he's training kind of de- He's more day? of a degenerate. He's a bad guy. He's a bad right, guy. He's a de- we're not used to seeing Denzel play, play a de- degenerate. degenerate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, t- I can argue. I can maybe argue that this. I mean, American Gang. American Gangster probably was the next one. This is. I can make an argument. I'm talking about just bad guy roles. I mean, his character is a bad degenerate in this movie. Like with right, drugs yeah. and yeah, yeah. with he's uh, just alcohol, a piece of shit. Yeah, he's and a piece of shit. And, and there's and all. I mean, American gangster. He was a piece of shit, but he was a gangster. I mean, he was like, a gangster. Yeah, so yeah. Like, so uh, I like. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, flight on this one. All right. <clears throat> I'm curious to know if you guys seen this one because uh, this is. I've seen it. Honestly, it's probably. Um, over Inside Man, but I wanted to make sure I got that one on the list because I I love that movie. But Fallen, oh yeah. damn it! Oh, Fallen damn. is fire, dude. That, you, that was, I was hoping so I, I was hoping that was going to be there for my for their. If, uh, if you don't have, if you haven't seen Fallen, you gotta go see this. Also, his only you can make pseudo horror movie that he's yeah, ever made. Exactly, and I mean, God, it's it's so good. I, With John Goodman, yeah. it's an yeah, I, it really is an it's a the plot, the story's the, great. I was gonna say the story is what makes really it good. I mean, it's I mean, so unique and yeah, yeah. John it, Goodman's in it. Donald Sullivan. It's just a really good movie. That's a great pick. Yeah. So is that four for you? That's number five. That's number oh, five. So this are we doing six? six right we're doing six, yeah. Six, we're doing six. Yeah. six. All right, six I hope you don't pick my next pick. Uh, hold on. No, real, hold I, on. Real I, I, gotta, I gotta make sure. We're, okay, so Fallen is going to Preston. Okay, so and double checking. Make sure. So Preston, you've got one, two, three, four. We hear fire trucks every five. episode. <laughs> so this is this will be this will be your last pick, Preston. This is it. All right. And I love this movie. I hope that it goes over well on the uh, on the Pickums. Uh, but Philadelphia, I love Philadelphia. If you haven't seen it, that's another one that absolutely. Um, so I can make an argument. This isn't. A, I mean, he's in it, and right. this is a good performance from Denzel. This isn't exactly a Denzel movie. Well, that's why. Okay, so that's why I kind of want to put it in this in that sense. Because but if we're going to allow Antoine Fisher, yeah. no, 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 no. In Antoine Fisher, yes, it was Derek Luke's was the main cast, but he was telling a story to Denzel. Right. Okay. That's so fair. and Denzel directed the movie. Well, to be, to be, to be so, I can allow that. So yeah. that's what that I mean. You can make the, then you can go and say to make the same argument for Glory because Denzel won for supporting actor, right. not best actor. Right. So okay. As I say, so Philadelphia. He, he, he kind of takes the back on this one, but what he brings to the table in the movie because the movie's fantastic. And I mean, like, even if Denzel hadn't been in this, it'd been a, a great, great movie. But what he brings to the table in it, um, I, I don't know. I, I loved it. I loved it. It's something I grew up watching and all that. And I, I always think of that because that was, I would say, one of my first Denzel experiences of getting to watch him. And that, Fallen, those are two right there that are old movies, but still hang great. That's a solid one. To That's a good one. I really like it. So I like that pick. Yeah. All cool. right. So for my sixth movie. Don't you pick it. Don't you do it. I'm going to go Book of Eli. Okay, cool. Uh, this is the, you know, the story for it is really unique, how they set it up. Um, the diamond, you know, Denzel again is being a complete badass in this movie. 
And it's a great story because his son actually picked this script out uh, when they were looking through movies. And so I love this. I love this movie. I thought Denzel was great in it. Mila Kunis is really good in it. Um, Gary Oldman's a great bad guy. Um, yeah, I'm all. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Book of Eli to end it. All Antoine, right. and my last pick. Again, not one of his most popular movies, but it, Preston said something about cop movies, and this is a really, really good cop movie, The Bone Collector. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah. Um, that movie, it was, it was kind of murder mystery. Um, Angelina Jolie was in it. She, she was, kind, she was she the was, one who could have been the real bone collector, if you know what I mean. Yeah, low-key. <laughs> 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 but no, uh, Denzel kind of, he, he wasn't as... Uh, you know, we're used to seeing him more like in a dominant alpha type position, but mm-hmm. he was kind of he's, sick in, the, yeah. in his in his dying bed, but helping he's this on person the try to figure for out that. exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, the Bone Collector. I remember watching this movie again when I told you. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my mom used to watch like all the Denzel movies. I remember watching this movie, and then and it's, it's funny because when I watch movies with my mom, if you know a titty popped up on the screen, she'd be like, "Close your eyes," and then you got to hit it with the. <laughs> I know the listeners can't see what I'm doing, but they know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to go Bone Collector. So that was another one where I was like, Denzel's the man. He's in a wheelchair and he's on Prime. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I'm like, this is what, what, a, a, what a hero. Yeah. Uh, so that's our, top, that's our six. But let me run through some that we didn't choose. So obviously we didn't choose Equalizer 2, which to me, Denzel was... It was almost he was more almost like a superhuman figure in that movie. He was definitely more violent in that one. Um, Deja vu. Out of t- I was thinking about Deja vu. Out of time. I was thinking about it. Unstoppable was the other one. I was I was I was between yeah, Unstoppable okay. and Book yeah. of Eli. Uh, the little things that just came out. It was okay. Y'all didn't like the taking of Pelham one two three. I like I liked Unstoppable and Deja Vu more. I liked Unstoppable more for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Magnificent Seven, Two yeah. Guns, Safe House, uh, Virtuosity, which is the first movie him and Russell Crowe starred in, uh, Courage Under Fire, Crimson Tide. Which actually, I'm not gonna lie Love to you, Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide might be the best movie <laughs> I left on this list. Yeah, and then his first real uh, entry into action movies, which Ricochet, which is a awesome little B-movie uh, actioner back in the day that kind of fall in under some of those, like, kind of into, you know, just the great villain in John Lithgow with him. I mean, it was a good movie. Uh, definitely wasn't going to make my list, but it's definitely one I do enjoy to watch. Uh, you know, Preacher's Wife, as Preston mentioned, and another movie called Mississippi Masala. I mean, the guy Preston just... mentioned to Preacher's Wife? You mentioned it. I'm sorry, Antoine mentioned yeah, Preacher's I'm, Wife. Yeah, no, I'm Preston. Yeah. Sorry. I am Preston. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Crimson Tide and Unstoppable are probably like the two, like the two were taking the like the next two off the bench. So, but See what um, you gotta say, Preston. No, I like the list. I mean, Preston's got a good list. My list is fucking fire. I, I, I'm curious to see what our what our listeners think because. <clears throat> You know, a, a lot of his movies, a lot of my favorite of his movies are old movies, and a, I know a lot of people didn't grow up, unless you're a real movie head, I, you probably didn't watch them, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I, I'm curious if people are just going with the ones they they know, cause, which are newer movies kind of thing, or if it's got some people out there who've seen some stuff. Because so I think it'll be kind of in a situation, people are going to notice your first two. Right. Because it'd be Training Day and Remember the Titans, and people really love Remember the Titans, and people love Training Day. Um, 
but I, I, you know, we'll see. We'll see, man. It's it's interesting. I always I always enjoy Antoine's lists because Antoine's lists are just completely. It's you know, it may it, they like it may not be the fan favorite, but the favorite of his. So they're always something late in the court unless you know his favorite gets taken. So. God, that hurts yeah. so much. The betrayal, bro, real, the betrayal too. really hit. I lucky wanted to cry. I don't know why you didn't go first with that. I thought that was going to go. I didn't want to go first with I, it because <clears throat> I, I knew what somebody had picked. Neither one of you wanted to put the equalizer on the way back. If I didn't pick the equalizer, you would have picked the equalizer. I would have picked, right? equal, picked equalizer. One hundred percent. I would have picked equalizer. My whole thing is, but you said it's your favorite. I mean, all that. It is I mean, my favorite, but I was but, hoping it would slide under because you had Training Day, right, you had right. Remember the Titans, you had some other movies. Well, I was just like hoping it would slide under. The it was gonna. It was gonna be. It was gonna be interesting because if you would take a Man on Fire, I was gonna take Training Day. All right. I knew that 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 was the move to pick that. But I don't think that would have been fair to my list because that's not my favorite. So that's why – that's Your why first I pick should always be your favorite. Yeah. I was going to do it. I was going to go He Got Game. But low-key equalizer, he got – like He Got Game personally is my favorite because I'm such a big basketball fan. And Ray Allen being in there and everybody being in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have picked that. But then the equal – not think of the equalizer. Like that's also one of my favorites. Yeah, so my like, first – yeah. I love so. equalizer. I literally just watched it. And I watched it like I never watched saw a movie before. So yeah, if you were taking he got game and you would come back around, I would have gone man on fire equalizer with my first two picks. Yeah. So all right, well, yeah. I think I like That's the list. list. They're well, both good. they're all three good lists. We will post them. I will hit Facebook like we did last time. We'll hit uh, Instagram. You know, put it on. I mean, Twitter. You know, we don't get we got a couple followers on Twitter who mention anything, but uh, no, we're gonna post them. We'll get your guys' feedback. And uh, see where uh, it goes. Uh, should be an interesting, uh, especially with this. Holiday movies are, are pretty subjectory, but this right here, I think this be this should be a lot closer. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, think I mean, I'll do. I, I'm going to say this though. Preston, when he picks his movies, Preston's smart. And let me tell you why. Because Preston picked. His two most here popular the, movies. No, here come the haters. No, 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 bro, I'm not saying, no. I'm not saying they're not your favorites. How am I not supposed to take Training Day and Remember Titans? Just coming, tell me how I'm not supposed to take that. Bro, I'm not coming at how. Listen to what I'm saying. I, I like how we both knew you were taking America. Yeah, I said Preston's smart with how he picked. Well, it was laughing. Because it was <laughs> like, it was like you, you picked the two most popular movies. Mm-hmm. I would feel like Training Day and. Remember, the Titans are the two most popular movies. Yes, I agree. Am I right or wrong? Uh, Equalizer. 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 Man on Fire is really popular. Man on Fire is really popular, but it wasn't like mainstream. I'll tell you what, though. Probably is... It's very popular with probably our age group. Yeah, in DVDs. And so you go a little, you go a little younger. It's going to be Equalizer, and it's going to be the classic. Or remember the Titans. Or, 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 or I say, or a classic like Remember the yeah. Titans. I, training Day. I don't know how many people younger have seen that though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, but we don't. You guys have to remember this. You guys have to remember this too. Yeah. These, these movies are on TV. All the fucking time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they are on it, on multiple channels all the time. So they, at some point, someone has seen them. I mean, if they're not yeah. the biggest Denzel fan, they might be a huge Ethan Hawke fan. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of those out there. I love Ethan Hawke. I don't <laughs> want to hear that. This is not going to be an Ethan Hawke hate pod. Ethan Hawke's an amazing actor. That was so funny. So it was a giant uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke's awesome. No, yeah. bro. Okay, hold on. Before before <laughs> 
Bro, Ethan Hawke is lit. I like Ethan yeah, Hawke. Yeah, I like him. But, but the movie was made because of <laughs> yeah, this. Okay, but, you, uh, the movie, but Ethan Hawke did this, do a great job. But you job. have to have someone who's equal. Or, I mean, I'm not a statue, but someone who can bring it. Absolutely. No, he just did. Like he, did. Brought yeah. it. he brought it. But, yeah. I mean, Denzel went on to have this superstar career again. Denzel already had this career going before. Yeah, but Ethan Hawke just... Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, the, heat, the hate on Ethan Hawke is unbelievable. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. Ethan Hawke's had a great career. I'm not saying he's had a bad career. <laughs> oh Man, you we're get... going to find Wait, a, didn't uh... him and Uma Thurman date? Yeah, they, like, had they had together. together right? Yeah, she was on Stranger Things, season three. See, that's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find oh, a... Let me stop. A, Ethan Hawke's uh, a bro. Uh, oh, we can we can run through Ethan. Burner page. <laughs> of, uh, I mean, I can pull up his IMDb page oh, right now. Shit. We can run through his movies, and he's got some absolute hitters. He's got one of the best. He's got one of my most anticipated movies coming out in 2022 in Black Phone. If you aren't ready for that, then <laughs> I don't know. What the hell's your Black Phone? Pressing yourself. Oh, so this is what happens when you like Star Wars. You know, you don't really get to play Star Wars. You like Star hey, Trek. I will say this. Well, Dad, Star okay, Trek. we like lightsabers. You like throwing up these like this, bro. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, I will say this. So um, we, we talked about, I think, last episode, just for a second, about the Boba um, series. They got to get it going. Episode one. Episode. <laughs> Is it trash, bro? Bro, I found myself like... <laughs> like not paying attention in the in the second episode. I can say the first episode had me like that. It, it's it, now it's the concept is cool. I like the concept, so the real Star Wars like fans are gonna enjoy what's going on. But like, it's getting kind of uh, Mandalorian is better, dude. There was a we, lot of times in the Mandalorian I felt the exact same way. Ooh, so John I, Favreau, you're on the hot seat. I, I'm telling you, I just there needs oh, to be some Obi-Wan more stuff. Not like that because I, I, I can't see Obi Wan going that way. But I, mean, here's, I think they put more time and effort into that than this Boba Fett. Yeah, well, the Boba the, Fett kind of surprised everyone because like there was rumors that was going to happen, all this stuff, and what was going. We know and all what we want to see. They, they hit that freaking last scene in the Mandalorian with Boba. We know what we want to see. Just like, if Boba Fett and Obi Wan came out at the same time, which one are you watching Obi. first? I'm Thank saying you. close. So we know what we want to see. I'm a Jedi person. Yeah, I mean, that's one hundred. anybody yeah. not? Well, I mean, <laughs> they're doing all these spinoffs without Jedi, so I'm saying I will no, always I, go back to Jedi. I want Obi Wan. What was uh, Obi Wan? If you yeah, if you went to, I was definitely more excited for Obi Wan than I was for uh, Boba Fett. Bro, you know we're, we we gotta like have Boba. like a watch party or something. Yeah. Like we gotta do something. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be cool. We gotta do like Obi Wan. Yeah, I'll let you guys. Do, I'll let, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'll let you guys do most of the reviewing on we'll that. We'll hang out in our cloaks and we'll start most of the reviewing. <laughs> I mean, my God, watch it too, bro. My God, if you guys hate, if you guys do that. Then, I, then we're not going to talk about it. We already talked about we're going to watch the Lakers, right? But yeah, man, this is a sports podcast. I mean, this is this is what it's all about. But no, Obi-Wan. Hey, who, who said Jedi is not a sport? Oh, give me a... Okay. <laughs> it takes an athlete to wield one of yeah. those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With your mind. You have to be with the Force. That's oh, a God. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you guys not seen Luke? Have you guys not seen Mark Hamill? Luke Skywalker isn't exactly a guy who's coming. You're talking about he's like a Mark Price who comes off hey, the bench and is maybe hey, pouring. Hey, don't come at Yoda. Uh, uh, Yoda. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. two little muzzy bolts. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> All he's waiting for is a guy to tell him to shoot, the, uh, throw the fucking lightsaber, you fucking midget, oh, and then shit. it's That's over. Right. Well, the most lit Star Wars scene, I know we're about to leave, but the most lit Star Wars scene, one of them is when he was like, that fight scene. 
And uh, 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 was it Attack of the Clones? Yes. When he dropped the when he dropped his little cane, it was oh, like dude, you knew it was on. <laughs> yeah, his little ass is bouncing around. No, that was a great. That, that, I, I think you said that's your favorite scene. Yeah, I think. Right? I, yeah, I think that's what we got to. So anyway, yeah. That well, guys, that wraps up this episode. Uh, if we hurry, we're going to be under two hours, and that's a, that might be a first in a while. So let's go, baby. <laughs> so uh, no, I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening. Um, you know, we're having fun doing this, but obviously we want to do it for you guys and hear from you. So make sure you follow us on social media, and uh, we want to hear your takes. We want to hear your Denzel movies and. Uh, you know what you think what we're saying and your picks for the playoff weekend so make sure you get on there and interact with us and um, you know we've got a lot of exciting content to come so you want to be on there to follow it so other than that guys we will see you Monday Uh, we will have our weekend recap ready for you and uh, be ready to um, break it all down so we'll see you guys later oh chitty chitty bang bang no (laughs) no you Oh, you fool-ass bitch, man.